But there is not. It is just me and you. Bam, we're live. Sweet. What up? What's up? That's a pretty cool name. <laughs> right to the point. I, I, I was I right. I was just over there. I'm uh I'm just I, I'm a I love reading the comments in YouTube, especially when I make just shows where I just go kind of just rage and party. Yeah. So I was over here trying to get some like read some comments. They're pretty funny. But uh I guess some people don't do that. They say stay away from the comments. But for me, they're just Oh, exactly. They're fertilizer for more creative shit. I, I love the comments. Uh if you go on the comments of they have a man as a post of Rich and a Gee doing a partner workout. Uh-huh. Go in the comments of that, and then uh, Rich and I have some good replies on there. There's like some people saying like, "Hey, you guys suck." Uh, <laughs> Rich is there's one person that says Rich is so old. Annie's team is going to smoke you at the games, and then Rich replies and says, uh, "says Well, I'm glad you have it all figured out. Then I guess I'll just retire and not even show up." Awesome. Yeah, Rich, you guys are probably nicer. I like to. I like your mom jokes. <laughs> uh, but i just noticed um i just noticed that uh i, I went over the twelve thousand subscriber mark 12 oh no did i oh no that's views darn it i got i got excited oh man <laughs> someone the other day was um i i crack jokes uh at the expense of uh craig ritchie a lot oh yeah Not a lot but occasionally <laughs> and someone goes uh Hey, you have no business cracking jokes about him. He has 10 times the subscribers as you. And I, so I go over to his account and I'm like, no, he has 40 times the subscribers as me. <laughs> I wish to, I can't wait till it's 10. I'm going to make a post. I have, I have 10 or one tenth. When I reach that, that'll be my milestone. You know how usually people be like, thank you. I reached a hundred thousand oh, subscribers. Yeah. I'm gonna do, balloons, thank yeah. you. I meet at least one tenth of Craig Ritchie. <laughs> Uh, Angela, let's start with some uh, rumors that I'm hearing about mayhem. Let's do it. Yeah. Is it true that that um, Fikowski, the tall white dude from Canada, is now training with you guys? Uh, I have heard that he wants to. I haven't seen him out at mayhem yet. Okay. We'll give p- PT partial truth. Yes, partial truth. Uh, Rich will be appointed CEO of CrossFit in the next seven days. Is that? Is there? Any truth to that? Is there any truth uh, to that I don't think so. I mean, not that I know of. I haven't talked to him in. I haven't talked to him in a week, so that uh, could be true. I don't know. Yeah, let's I'm give that. Ask. Let's give that partial truth. Yeah, also. give that partial truth. Um, you switched from pineapple flavor to strawberry flavor in your jewel. I I don't really know what that means. Ah, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Denial. Denial. <laughs> Very good. That that's like media manipulation. Jules, one of those smoking things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So instead yeah, of yeah, asking yeah. you if yeah. you smoke, I just make a presupposition <laughs> that you smoke. That I already do. Start yeah. a vicious rumor and then ask you <laughs> if you've switched flavors. So, so have you? So no. let's go now that you know what a jewel is. It's it's like those square things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, bad I, kids in California smoke. Yeah, I, I, I've, uh, I have tasted one of those one time and there's no way i could ever be addicted to something like that it's terrible wow that's that shocking to me that you've even tasted that really yeah i've i uh, knew i mean li- no offense but like you're you were all excited about these comebacks that you and rich and gee were having on this thread but they're so <laughs> g and, and a, a jewel is at least pg-13 <laughs> that was uh when i was 18 or 19 i mean 
just like one time I saw one, I was like, Hey, this might be cool. And it was not, it's not cool at all, man. I smoked one for a little while, a couple months. And, uh, Oh, look, Caleb, Caleb is saying, sorry, sorry. Restarted. My computer restarted itself. Caleb's the guy in the back end who, when I say, I say like Fikowski's name, he puts (laughs) up a picture of a Fikowski. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm so um uh the j- j- jewel's amazing, but it's it's got to be one of the it's it's so addictive and it's so bad for you. It's a, I I do not recommend it. Um, it's gross. Yes, I I can't I couldn't I don't think I could be addicted to it, but um okay, so. I mean I guess other people can. I'm gonna put no truth to this jewel. Yeah, there's no truth to the jewel rumor. rumor. Okay, okay. Um, and then I, I, the, the final rumor I hear is that uh, Rory is feeling horrible because I haven't invited him onto the podcast yet. Is there any truth to that? That Rory's just uh, devastated. To- yeah, total truth. To that that's not total partial truth. truth. That one's total truth. Awesome. This is amazing. <laughs> okay. Got off my rumors. H- how old are you again? Twenty-two. Holy cow. Did, are you um you found a, a a girl that you're pretty serious about? Uh, yeah, yep. Is that did you guys get married? No, we're not married. We're just dating. Is 22 too young to get married? Uh I don't think so. Are you going to wait get her pregnant first and then marry her then be like oh. Uh no, I I, mean, I hope not. That's not the plan. Right. <laughs> you're a good plan, dude, so. Angela. You're answering all these questions right. <laughs> uh, we'd like to we'd like to be married first, that's for sure. It's a um it's a trip going back in your Instagram. I think about just how how old were you when you met Rich? Uh 12. And you're 22. So you have a 10-year relationship with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been a while what um can you tell me the first time you met him what that was like where you met him how that encounter like happened yeah what brought you guys I, together yeah uh so obviously i'm from cookville he came to our um he came to my middle school and did like you know a gym class for us um and they did like you know him and dan bailey actually both of them they did a like a just little crossfit workout at our gym class and um, I asked him, I said, hey, uh, can I start at your gym? Like, how do I start at the gym? He said, well, we have an intro class. We don't usually have teenagers there, but, um, but we, you know, there's, a, there's already a couple. So you can come if you want. And then I, and then I just showed up like a week later. And then he, he was there like doing rowing intervals just over and over again. I was like, man, this guy's crazy. You're like, uh, he, he's autistic. He has Asperger's. <laughs> yeah. He's, stuck, he's yeah, yeah. stuck on the rower. Yeah. Um, when him and Dan worked out at the middle school, did they take their shirts off? I don't think so. No, I think. think, Wow. uh, They have boundaries and common sense. That's, that's good to know. That could always get weird. Shirt off at the middle (laughs) school. Yeah. But I did have a, you see some teachers faint. (laughs) I showed him. So I brought, um, I forgot it. I lost this until like a couple years ago. It was a, um, it was like a, a, magazine with his face on it well, it was him shirtless staying on the front of it and i had him sign it that's the best version of rich by the way <laughs> the shirtless version shirtless on a magazine cover yeah sorry rich but that is where you're your best <laughs> i uh i lost the i lost the magazine for years and i saw it the other day and i saw a picture of it. he's like i don't even remember that wow <laughs> um so that was 2011 he'd pro- he'd either won the games once or he'd won the game he had just he had so 
he had won the games in, well, I guess that, yeah, it was, so it's 11 and a half years I've known him for, because it was, he had just gotten back from the games, like August or September. I just went back to school and he came. So 2012, August, 2012. Hey, um, are, are you friends with Tia? Uh, yeah. I mean, I would call his friends. Um, do you, what, what happened? Did she, okay. Motherfuckers. Sorry. I just tried <laughs> to swear in this and I imagine your parents might listen. Uh, did you get that jacket from the civil war (laughs) and look at this guy can you change your name this is what the hell is going on here that's in reference to to dan bailey they want to know if he spit on the um he did he he didn't okay good he just drooled minor drool if so if stuff comes out of your mouth and gets on the floor and you have wind behind it it's spitting if there's no wind behind it it's drool slobber yeah Yeah, slobber slobber. (laughs) Uh, heidi please do not guys okay i'm gonna turn the comments off here in a minute um Did, did what happened to Tia? She, the little the cursory look I looked at it. She she qualified, meaning she was the best person in trials, but they yeah. still didn't choose her. Is that? Uh, do I you understand I it. I haven't. I haven't followed. I know that she. I know that she was there. I haven't followed it enough. So. Um. It was like there was a celebratory post. Hey, I made the yeah, Olympic bobsled yeah. team. And then there was a post. And, and I was thinking about, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine the other day, um, who you know, who I don't want to say is my friend because I don't want to get him in trouble. But he used to run the CrossFit <laughs> Games. And I was like, wow, it would be like in 2010 if we, even though Graham won the games, we were just like, well, Rich is better. So we're going to give it to Rich. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, uh, said, they said the girl they cho- chose, they chose her based on her, on her, her previous wins. I guess she was, okay. she, and Tia, I guess is new to the game. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, is she like the backup? Is that what that means? Is she like their backup? So if someone gets hurt, Tia's in, is that what that, is that, or no? Blasphemy. Tia is backup yeah, to nobody. It's crazy. It's Tia crazy. is backup to nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tia is actually uh, Shane Orr's backup piece. You should see his other <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> oh, eleven thousand six hundred and seventeen subscribers. Not even close to closing. Closing in. Um, that that's like mayhem. Flo- lo- the mayhem empire channel get YouTube channel get loses and gains that many in a day. That's you guys like <laughs> yeah. fluctuate. Oh yeah, lost eleven thousand, put on eighteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, you never even notice. So. Um, so, so you meet him. That's interesting. And, and the way you describe that conversation is total rich. I could just see him like, he's so oh, honest. Yeah. He just processed that right in front of you. Well, yep. we don't have kids there, but I'll see you at three. You know? yeah. Like- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, well, we don't really have any kind of teenage class, but, uh, you can come. <laughs> Why, what did you see that him and Dan, um, put on that attracted you to it? So I was a cross country runner uh for the i guess two or three years and you know i so i loved endurance sports and then my brother is four years older than me and he our builds are totally different he's a lot bigger than me and so i was like man i want to put on some muscle but i do like this endurance stuff and then right around that time we were like my dad had put the crossfit games on tv and we watched rich do it i was like that's pretty cool you know they work out and they do endurance so you know it, it all made sense to me and, and why did you feel confident that you could go up and talk to him? Why didn't you just stay back and be shy? And 
Uh, probably because I was just a middle school kid. You know, I just didn't even think about that. Like, I'm just going to go talk to him. I didn't think, you know, and I really didn't know who he was either. I just, he was just some guy who knew how to work out. That's like all I, I didn't know him. I, I knew he was on a magazine, but I had no idea what CrossFit was. I didn't know how popular he was. I didn't know any of that. You had seen him on the magazine before he came to your gym? Yeah, yeah. Before he came to your school? Okay, well, yeah. that ruins my theory. I was going to say that's the first time Rich has ever attracted someone to CrossFit with his shirt on. But you had <laughs> seen him. Yeah, I'd seen him. And you knew, you knew what yeah. could accidentally happen if he worked out yeah. as hard as Rich. Yep, exactly. Yeah, And then they walked with their hands and stuff, and I thought it was cool. So, And, and you were you, – you, you were relatively skinny until until recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, you did you did well at the CrossFit Games as a skinny kid. Yeah, I was a skinny kid for sure. And and you yeah. won you won twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it is it um? Okay, we'll get to that. We'll, let's go back. <laughs> okay, so so before twelve, what's life like? How did you end up in Cookville? How does someone end up in Cookville? Uh, my my dad moved here for his job right before my parents had me and. I, I grew up here. There's jobs in Cookville. Yeah, I mean, actually, in a smaller town uh, south of Cookville in Sparta, there's a little plant that he works at, and he got moved there. So it's even like it's not even half the size of Cookville. And and what what do they do that, that at that plant? They manufacture like plastic, and they send it to other like mostly car companies that use that melt that plastic down to use it for their car parts. That's uh, in California, I think. Pla- Did you say plastic? Yeah, plastic. Yeah, that's a bad word. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> that evil material. Yeah, okay. yep. They make plastic in Sparta. First, that's your first ding <laughs> against you. Your first ding. Your first, that's probably where they the, they make they make the plastic for the jewel to make the jewel. Ah, Caleb's here. Let's see. Oh my goodness! Thank you, Caleb. Caleb. Oh, arrives. is that Sparta? So, um, look at the Walmart gets its own like icon. Yeah, that's like the that's the biggest place. So if you take that walmart and you go more south from there uh right on 111 and yeah i think it's more south uh right around oh dang i don't know the exit pleasant hill cemetery i grew up right next to a town called pleasant hill pleasant hill california they didn't have a cemetery is it right on that exit i think maybe i can't tell i think it might be over to the side on that exit. It's uh, called BASF. How, how old were you when you guys moved to Cookville? Uh, they, I wasn't born yet. It was like okay. six months before I was born. So that's all you know. You're born and raised yeah. Cookville. Yep. And, and um, jumping ahead for a second, you yeah. work – is that fire department you work at, the same fire department Rich worked at? Yeah, yep. Same guys are, and everything. Are you trying to do the same thing I'm doing? What, what is that? What is I'm I'm trying to go back and find the first hundred people Joe Rogan interviewed, thinking like that'll that will get me to that level, yeah. And then say a bunch of uh, um, um, uh, racist shit along the way, and then and yeah. then and then get canceled and be like, I made it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I no, I don't think so. I mean, it just uh, it kind of just fell <laughs> in my lap. Like it wasn't even on it wasn't on purpose or anything. I had a friend who told me fire department was hiring and I thought about it for a little bit. I was in college at the time. I was like, it's a pretty good job. I might as well just go for it. And then at that point I hadn't even, I don't even think I had thought about Rich working there until I went there and the guys, you know, kind of recognized me and knew who Rich was and put it all together. And you're a hustler. Like you hustle. There's no quitting you. You, you sell real estate. You're a firefighter. There was some, uh, hold on. Let me see. 
and and you detail cars. I mean, you're like, yeah, you go. Yeah, uh, I mean, I definitely put a lot of it on the back burner as since I'm competing again or trying to compete. I would say, um, so I don't really sell real estate at all anymore. I have my real estate license. I do enjoy it, but I just don't want to devote. There's a lot of time it takes definitely to get started, and then the detailing business is like you know it's an all day affair. So I can't really devote the time to it right now. But I, you-, you know, I'll do it for the rest of my life if I want to. But can't do CrossFit for that long. Can't compete in CrossFit that long. Um, Trulia or Zillow? What's your go-to? No, uh, I don't really support either of them. They have some ah. pretty. They, uh, they're some of the stuff is not right on there. Like their, their the zestimate is usually not accurate. It's usually as far off as it possibly can be. And then, um, too too high or too low? Too high, too high. Okay. They if they because. Zillow's thing is they have their own agents or they're getting their own agents and uh-huh. their goal is basically to tell you know fluff up the numbers get you to list with them and then um bring it down and then they get a bunch of commission and they basically screw the local people there's a lot more to it but that's kind of what I've gathered that sounds about right sounds like the the playbook uh, so who do you use what what there's one called Redfin too right no well so we have our own um MLS for our local area so it's just like just for realtors to see and it's called Navica. So we have like, um, and it's way more up to date. It's way more accurate, especially because it's made for our area and the, and the fluctuations in the market. You just hurt my feelings. Cause my dad told me the other day, he's like, Oh, I just zillowed your house. It's worth blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> oh, I'm rich. It yeah. sounded, it sounded way high. Um, it's cool to hear you say that it, for people like me, um, truly is like, I don't use Zillow, but I have truly like on my homepage yeah. and my phone. And it's just like, it really is like real estate porn. I just like, yeah, you can just get on there and kind of be like, okay, I want to live in a town in Illinois where I can get yep. a 30 bedroom house for $12,000. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you just start looking around. Yeah, I want to live in a church and you buy, you can look for an abandoned church. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it definitely serves a value. Like if you just want to poke around and kind of look at what it's, what's out there, then you could look on there. The only problem is it's usually two or three days behind at least. And so you'll be looking at houses that are already sold and then you go on there and you know, you, try to look at it and it's not there and like the old and so, spade and switch. And sometimes well, often I'll pass houses and then I'll try to find them on Trulia and they're not listed yet. Yeah. Too, but yeah. I have the sign out front. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's slow. It's usually behind. Yeah. It's usually behind two, two to three days, if not like maybe a week. Um, isn't, isn't, is now a good time to be in real estate, like to be selling real estate, aren't housing prices skyrocketing and you should yeah. be selling houses. Shouldn't you be selling something? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, the market is, it's insane. We, I was actually looking at um, just, you know, kind of looking around the other day and we had a house that sold for $185,000 four or five years ago. And it's going to list for close to 300,000 now. When, when the first time I visited Rich, he lived in a house. He told me he just paid 150,000 for yeah. it. And I, I couldn't even believe it because mm-hmm. they didn't even have houses in my town for 150,000. Yeah. Like and nothing. His, his, like you couldn't even buy an empty nice. lot. Oh, it was so nice. It was brand new. It was so nice. Oh my God. It's crazy. But not, but nothing compared to what he has now. No, no, nothing compared to it at all. Now he lives like in a reality studio set. Yeah. I see the pictures. I've never been inside, but just from the outside. His house is awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. Good on him. Um, so, so what did you do before? So you did cross country at 12. It's funny. I don't know anyone who does cross country at 12. I thought that was like (laughs) high school shit. What, um, tell me about being younger. Is your dad, is, do you have siblings? Oh, you have an older brother. 
older brother and a younger sister. Okay. And so, um, what did you first start off playing and did your parents encourage you to do that? Oh yeah. I played, <clears throat> I don't think there's a sport I didn't play. Um, played soccer when I was a little kid, like, you know, they have the little kid soccer leagues, baseball. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much everything I like cross country. I just started to like running, like for whatever reason I always was, I always like running. I like sprinting. I like, um, long distance running. So we didn't have a track team in middle school. We actually put it together when I was in middle school. And so I ran track and I ran cross country. And then in high school, I played a little bit of lacrosse. So just kind of dabbled in whatever I thought was fun. And were you good at um, cross country and track? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I my best finish was seventh at state, which was like three or four hundred guys. So that was I would all right. Uh, I'm having this kind of flashback of when I went out and filmed with Tanya Wagner in Pennsylvania, and the bus would drop her off like a mile from her house, and it was basically just a mile just uphill. <sighs> And she said that she would just, you know, 365 days a year or whatever, you know, I guess not 365, but however many days there are without the weekends, the bus would drop her off and she'd run as hard as she could home. Oh my God. Yeah. Just in the hill was crazy, right? It's like one of those hills you don't even want to walk up. And, and she said that that basically broke that, like was the beginning, that foundation she got from sprinting up that hill, that, that was with her to the day she got to the CrossFit games. Is that. Is there an activity you did as a kid that you're like, yep, that was the one. That's why I have some of these special powers, uh, endurance or strength. Or, I mean, I, I think it was cross country. I think it's just the mindset. Uh, like, I mean, like she said that she would just go run up that hill. I mean, same, same idea is I would just run, I would go out and I would run hard and, you know, just kind of, um, got used to that, you know, where that uncomfortable pain and just, I don't know. Yeah. I guess just the same cross country has the same idea as a crossfit workout, you know, cause it was a, either a two mile race or a 5k race or a 10k, whatever it was. Um, like you had a pace and you would push yourself to it and, um, you'd collapse on the floor, like after the run. So a lot of it was very similar to what, uh, I was used to in competing in crossfit. I had never heard terms like I was raised to avoid discomfort. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. if something was causing you to sweat, you should stop. Um, <laughs> But, but the first time I heard terms like pain cave or get comfortable with the uncomfortable stuff like that was in CrossFit, but you're saying you had already been introduced to that. Yeah. Oh, you already yeah. knew it. Yeah. Did they have terms like that? They'd be like, your coach would be like, okay, it's going to get uncomfortable, push through or what, what, how yeah. was that introduced to you? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, they were just regular you know, motivation and you know, you'd run a race and your coach would stand on the sideline somewhere and he's like, Hey, you know, embrace it. You're just keep pushing, you know, you got it. Same kind of stuff you hear in CrossFit all kind of all kind of the same stuff your coach would tell you at a class in CrossFit. And do you remember um, pushing back against that at all as a kid? Like being like, this is bullshit. I don't want to do this. Or do you remember kind of being exhilarated by the challenge? Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool. Cause I think when I, when I first just got into it, I was already just decent. Like I was just pretty good. I was not winning races, but I was towards the front and then, you know, just, I just got more excited. And, um, so I wanted to, and you know, when we went to practice, I wanted to run as hard as I could and see if I could beat the guys in practice. And then I wanted to try to beat them in the race day. So it just all came, it all, um, it was fun for me. Yeah. Uh, how, how long is a cross country race? So in middle school, it's usually, it kind of goes up as what I'm from what I'm, uh, what I know is it's two miles or a 5k in middle school. And then a, it's almost always a 5k in high school. I think it's an 8k in college. 
Wow. And did you ever do it in college? I never do. Hey, um, you, is there a race that stands out to you as like your favorite race? Like there was a guy who is like, uh, uh, you beat him like in the last like hundred yards or something um, like that in a 5k. There's a bunch of different races that stand out. One, the, the one race that stands out the most is when it's, so it was a two mile loop and the first mile I ran it in a five thirty cause they have a clock, they have a clock at the, at the mile distance and then at the two mile, obviously. So I knew that I ran the first mile at five thirty. It was the fastest mile I'd ever ran as far as I know at that point. And then, um, the next mile was crazy. It had like a, like a 300 yard hill. So the next mile was not quite as fast. And did you win that? I can't remember. I just remember the mile is all I cared about. It's, 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 um, interesting. So you're at that point in your life, your fastest mile was not even on a track. It was on a car, just like on yeah, dirt and yeah. shit. Yep. Would you guys run the same track over and over every weekend? No. Uh, yes and no. So or we same would, course. No. So, well, we would travel around. There were meets all over the state. So like we would drive an hour or two on the weekends to the race, but we had where we trained, which was, um, was like a 10 K loop that we would run. Did you, did you see the, the, the Dubai, um, event this year, the Dubai, the ski slope run? Yeah. Did you see that? I see. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and how they went the wrong, the girls shortened the race. <laughs> I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> well, so, so basically they run up a hill and then they're supposed to go all the way up. But I guess there was a place you could make a left. Yeah. The girl who was in the lead cut the race <laughs> in half and went left <laughs> and then, and then came back really quick. And, uh, it, it was funny because I so we had Ricky Garrard Garrard on the show, yeah. and I was like, "Hey, do you see how that could have happened?" He goes, "Yeah, but the crazy part is, is right where she turned left is where the race started. I guess there's a super steep hill that goes up another like 400 <laughs> yards or 500 yards, and this chick cut left. Yeah, she sees that, and she goes, "I'm out of here." Um, yeah, and the whole pack followed her. Did that happen at Wadapalooza too? Was there a swim event where someone's like, oh. "I'm done," and turned back and went back, and and the whole pack followed them? I did hear that somebody. Yeah, well, so. I don't think so, but I did hear that somebody – I don't want to make fun of them because, I mean, I'm sure it's not um, – swimming is not for everybody, especially in the ocean. But right. I heard that somebody uh, turned around, left, and just you know went home, quit the event. That may be that may be exaggerated, but what I heard is somebody got in the water, swam a little bit, got scared, turned around, and then just got up and left the event. And their team was looking for them, and they never found them until after the event. Yeah, I think – I had heard that too, and I think they shut down the event. Because they thought that person was in the water uh, lost. Was in the water. And so that whole event, I think, got shut down, like for like that, whatever that was, like masters or whatever, whatever, you know, section that was, group that was, they they didn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I I think at first I heard the girls got into a fight and the girl ran away and they oh, and they man. lost her. But then later I heard it was because she felt so bad. And I talked to some athletes about that and they said, Yeah, that could happen. Where you oh, just yeah. feel like you let your team down so bad that you just fucking ran away. Yeah, I guess. Uh, um, but yeah, our, our swim was kind of chaos. We, uh, we had some people not really sure where to swim. There are a couple extra buoys because there are buoys for other divisions and we were supposed to swim. They told us very blatantly, they said, swim to the blue buoy and then turn in, hook in and go to the, uh, go to the ramp. And Rich and I both took that as find that blue buoy, go around it and then swim right up to the, up to the ramp. Cause he said, if a lifeguard or someone out there tells you something different, don't listen to it. They're wrong. So wow. I go, okay. Yeah. He, he, it was very, very bold, blatant what he said. Who blue said buoy. that? Who said that? Just the guy athlete, uh, doing the athlete briefing. I'm not okay. too sure. Yeah. Um, so 
I know that Khan was one of the first ones in the water. And obviously, by the way, I don't, I don't want to take a shot at at uh, Wadapalooza, but that's a real problem. What's that? I, um, I, well, I'll give an example, an example, and then I'll remind you. I, I had a job one time, and I had this boss, and um, the, and then above him, I had his boss, and the yeah. and the big boss goes, "Hey, let's say you were my boss, Angelo." Yeah. It, the big boss said, "Hey." Whatever Angelo tells you, just say yes and then do what you want. I was, and, I, and at the time, I was young. I was like, "That's cool." The, the big boss yeah. really likes me. But in hindsight, I'm like, I should have been like, "Oh, that's some really fucked up leadership." Yeah. That oh, yeah. is a that, yeah. that should have been the red flag. So when the guy jumping, when the when the guy at the water line is telling you, "Don't listen to the lifeguards." Yeah, it's almost like now that's part of the event. Hey, just so you know, there's lifeguards out there going to try to trick you. That's part of the event. You know what I mean? And there's two yeah. sharks out there. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? I think I think what he was trying to get at is that they can't – the people out there aren't really in communication with the people on the floor. So right. they're not sure who's going. You know, They could probably guess by the way they look and you know, maybe they see some faces they know. So that maybe are you kidding get- me? The way they look, if they see Rich go, they think it's a 65 and over event. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they just didn't want us to get confused. And I know that Khan swim a lot extra and I'm sure other people did, but yeah, it was like, Khan should have this- to swim extra. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I was fine with it because he's such a good swimmer and he was yeah. the first, like the first in the water. So, um, and he was out of the water still with us. It, for, for the individual, there's a lot of money at stake. What, what, what was oh, at stake yeah. for the, for the teams? Uh, I think- what was the I think it was twenty five thousand for the winning team. Okay, so it's still it's yeah. still it's still money too. Like you would have yeah, loved to sure. have come home with seven thousand bucks. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, honey, look at yeah, look what I that would have been nice. That would have like been instead nice. of holding up a trout, you hold up like a bag with the dollar sign. <laughs> clean sheets on the bed tonight. <laughs> Put extra bleach, man. We got bank. We can clean. Yeah, buy a new vacuum cleaner. Okay, do you and your girlfriend live together? Uh, no. Is that what do you think you'll live together before you get married? Uh, I think it's a possibility. Yeah. There, you don't have anything like opposed to it. It's not like a, you don't have like some religious, like, no, you can't live together till you're married. Mm-mm, no, we don't. Where did you meet her? Uh, I met her. So it, it, it all come together here in a second. So he's um, such a pervert. I can't believe he's asking him. <laughs> it's a, no, well, no one ever says it about his, about when I ask men, but if I ask women, oh, yeah, like if totally I ask Laura Horvat, do you have a boyfriend? They're like, that is disgusting. Yeah. How dare he? <laughs> yeah. Actually people, it's our purpose here to find 20, a mate. And 2022, yes. 2022. Um, okay. how did you meet the, the lovely lady? So what, what's her name? Madison. Madison. So her, stepmom is was my gym teacher in middle school who invited rich to our class and i was in her class. yeah it's crazy (laughs) we have a small town we have a very small town so her stepmom was my gym teacher and at the time when rich and dan came and so obviously i was in her class um through middle school and then um i didn't know madison at the time but then madison and a couple of her friends came to mayhem while I was coaching there and they just came to my class a little bit. And, um, and then we kind of met, I mean, I knew who she was after that, but, um, I just, uh, sent her a message actually on Instagram, <laughs> uh, about a year ago, uh, just saying, Hey, what's up? Pretty much. There we are. 
So, but the, God, you look so much like my friend Chad Winterstrom, who's a firefighter. <laughs> He's a fire captain in California. It's crazy how much. I mean, you don't look like him, but you you have such his vibe. That mustache and everything. The mustache. Oh yeah, he he's such a great dude too. You seem yeah, like he, a good dude. I mean, I'm I, only 32 minutes into you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow, Craig! How often are you going to change your avatar? <laughs> Thanks, Craig. At least someone thinks so. Uh, so so she comes to the gym. You work out. For, mm-hmm. for, you think she's pretty? Maybe you you talk to yeah. her a little. Did you talk to her a little bit too? Uh, I mean, normal. She was just. I mean, she was just a girl in my class and, um, and I just, yeah, I mean, I was just trying to be helpful. I, not, I wasn't really trying to be weird or anything. I was just being normal. Yeah. You, I mean, you kind of have to be weird. You, I mean, you have to take yeah. a chance. You have to ask someone out. You have to, um, yeah. and do you feel any, how big of, is it a risk? So she comes to the, and when you say comes to the class, this is like at the mayhem. Yeah. This was not the barn. This is a lot. You were no, slumming it. You were slumming it at the gym. Yeah, I was swimming at the gym. This is a long. This was 2016 or 2017. This is a while ago. Holy cow! Had you yeah, ever so, asked a girl out before? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, I would. Be well, but so, see, I, I would be so scared to ask a girl. You weren't even how old you were. That's five. That's 17, maybe. Oh my goodness. Maybe I was 18. Maybe. Sorry, I think we've talked about this. Maybe I was 18 or 19. Okay, details. Kind of details. Blur, yeah, it all kind of blurs together. And um. And, and do you have, are you just like taking a stab in the dark or did you, when she was at the gym that time, you're like, okay, I, I there was something there. Uh, no, no. I mean, we just, she just came to my class and I would, I mean, just like anyone, anyone else, we did, we really didn't have any contact other than her coming to my class and, um, me helping, helping them out as like the coach. And then we didn't talk for three or four years after that. And then I just sent her a message. Wow. Is and she wasn't going to the class anymore? No, she so she lives in Mount Juliet right now, which is about an hour away from Cookville. Wow. Why would you do that? You see someone, then three years later, you you ask them out. So I saw so I I guess a, another detail is that I'm friends with her stepmom on Facebook because ah. I since uh since going to um since being in her class, I've come back and done kind of what Rich and Dan did. You know, I would put the kids through like a CrossFit workout when I was coaching. And, um, and then just being friends with her on Facebook, I saw a picture of her and I was like, Hey, I should probably message her. I wonder what she's up to. Oh, that's cool. And then she says, yes, we'll go out and you guys go, where did you guys go out the first time? What are you doing? Cookville? <laughs> so the first time was, uh, was like the week before the last chance qualifier in July. And, I came to Mount Juliet to to go out with her, and we there's tons of places. Like this is pretty we're pretty close to Nashville. We can go to tons of places. And um, since I was going to competing, I guess in the next couple of days, I said, "Hey, I know this is going to be not the best first date, but I can't go anywhere that I'm not sure what I'm going to eat. So, can we just go to O'Charlie's? Because I know that you know I know what I get there. I get the chicken tenders. It's not going to mess with my stomach. And she's like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. So we went to O'Charlie's." Yeah, I don't know what that is, but she sounds cool already. And yeah. then, and then, how how long before it's not weird? How many dates do you have to go on before it's like uh, it's just like hanging out with one of the dudes? So we talk, or is it we, still weird? It could still be no, weird. No, no, it's, it's definitely not, not weird. We, <laughs> we 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 were talking on the phone because she's an hour away, and I was in EMT school at the time, so we talked on the phone like for 
maybe a month before we even uh, saw each other in person. So it wasn't weird like from the beginning once we saw each other. God, I love hearing this. The reason why I'm dwelling on this so hard is that's the way it was when I when when I grew up too. Except yeah. phones weren't wireless. There was a cord to attach to them. But you would meet someone, a girl, you'd get her phone number, you'd talk to her on the phone for a month, maybe fucking yeah. a year. Who knows? Maybe she's in the next state if she's in the next town. And then eventually you go out and you see each other. And then maybe like one time you hold hands and then another time you end up kissing at the fair. And yeah. then next thing you know, you have a girlfriend. Um, but now it does, like everyone I know now, all, all the people I know now, they have apps. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't meet on that. Definitely not. Yeah, and you met you met a girl like in a real girl in the real world. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. It gives me like I, I just don't hear about that anymore. No, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and and you'll never have to do that, probably. Yeah, you'll never have to find a girl on an app. No, yeah, thankfully not. So so then at twelve years old you start CrossFit. No one in your family does CrossFit, and you go to the Mayhem nope. Gym. And and um, is your dad like hell? No, that's too expensive. We're not doing that. Uh, no, I um. So as you know, CrossFit is not inclusive. It's only for rich people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he said, no, because I wasn't doing an, I wasn't actively doing a sport at that time. I kind of quit cross country because I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't want to just be like a skinny little kid. Cause like you said, like you said, I was just a skinny little kid, even when I was competing. Um, so I wanted CrossFit to almost be my sport for a little while. And, um, so we looked at it as just like going to practice. So, you know, being on sports team costs money for uniforms and traveling and everything. So we said, well, we'll just go to, uh, yeah, there I am. Although you don't look like such a little skinny kid in that picture. You look pretty buff for a kid. That's that's why I posted it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, people see how smart he is. Your social media is your people magazine. Stop putting dumb shit on there. That's why I posted. I posted because I knew I didn't look like a skinny kid, at least not terribly. Um, Hold on one second. Excuse me, Angela. Yeah. Yes, thank you. This makes up for Logan. This is a Filson. I have this one, and then I have a limited edition one where only like 600 were made. It's very, it is very nice. Thank you. Is that an ad? Uh, no. You mean that? Uh, do they sponsor me? No. Yeah, I wish. yeah. No, no, no. I, but it's fun. It's, I'm glad you brought that up. I do have one sponsor. Uh, it's this okay. guy right here. It's, no, that's the live call in number. Where's my sponsor? Nope, nope. That's the, I don't drink that coffee anymore. Good. Deal. Although, <laughs> although, although I love Josh. I love Josh. I'm drinking. Drinking this coffee, Paper Street, right here. But that's uh, not. But that's not my sponsor either. This yeah. is my sponsor, barbelljobs.com. This, this is where uh, Angelo, when he's done um, winning yes. the CrossFit Games, he will have to go to barbelljobs.com to re-enter uh, society and get a job to raise his family. I like my job. I don't think I'm going to leave it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, scratch that. Uh, Angelo's <laughs> kids will go to barbelljobs.com. Yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah. There, you there we go. Whew, you almost screwed up my ad. Angela. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, so, um, so what? So, at twelve, you know right away. And how many days a week do you start going? Uh, three, three days a week, and then quickly went to five days a week. And this is all you you go to the gym. This is is yep. this the pre barn era? Yes, this is. Uh, yes. Well, this was yeah the old mayhem, the one in like the little shopping center kind of by the Ralph's donut shop. Did you ever go there? I've been to one and it, and it was a standalone building. Oh, uh, then, Oh no. Was that early, early on? Maybe, oh, maybe yeah, it was big. It, it was big. That's the old gym. Hey, can you still do this? Uh, I haven't tried that in a while. 
So maybe, but I'm not sure. It's pretty impressive. Oh, speak, let, speaking of gyms, before we go on to how, how you ramp this thing up, um, will you pull up that there's um, – there's there's a note Caleb where I wrote um I write in the notes I say uh I say what's all this shit and and it shows Dechika working out and there's just like it looks like he's working out in a in a place that's been demolished. Let's see if where this is. Do you know what I'm talking about? What what? No no. Oh, did you send me those notes? Oh shit! No, that would be nice if I did. Huh? <laughs> Crazy! I'm such a bad guy. Sorry sorry. Uh. Notes to Chico. Look at me. I was complaining about you not showing up. What's your name? You're you're Caleb. No, you're not. You're Will. No, you're Caleb. Okay, I sent it. I sent it to your email, Caleb. Caleb's last name is Beaver, and his first name Caleb is Beaver. Caleb with a C. So C Beaver. Those are his. <laughs> All right. So you get that joke. I wasn't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you smoked a jewel only once on accident, and uh, you met your girl in person. So I don't know what yeah. you know and don't know. I live, um, yeah, I live Tennessee life. So, so you go three days a week, and then and then quickly five days a week. And um, yeah. And when do you find out that you can compete in it? Um, just like doing local competitions uh, with my friends, actually. So the first competition I went to my friend and I was just a partner competition and we had done uh, just like the scale division. Cause we were both young. We were both, I think I was 13. He was 15. Is this the one you said, what is all this? Oh yeah. What is all that shit? What, where is that? What the <laughs> hell the happened bar. in there? The it bar. looks like someone just took a broom and swept like a giant, a giant swept a bunch of shit. That's too big to sweep the broom and do a pile. Um, well there, yeah, there's a lot going on back there. I didn't really notice that there is a lot going on back there. There's jerk blocks. There's two reverse hypers. There's some handstand walk ramps. Looks like there's a few lawn chairs, trash cans, all kinds of stuff. What gym is that? Whose gym is that? That's the barn. Oh, it is? Yeah. I've never seen that in one of the fancy videos you guys have, all that (laughs) shit piled up like that. I guess we chose the wrong angle, that's for sure. Oh, you're in big trouble. Rich, you should take this guy's phone away. He's ruining the brand. (laughs) Chico's ruining the brand. And And then who is that in the background flipping that stuff? Uh, Rich and Luke. This was right before Wadapalooza. Okay. You like training with them? Is that fun? Like, do you get excited? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by excited, I mean, like, do you know, like, when you had a best friend, like, in the third grade, and, like, yes. every morning you went to school just to see them because you couldn't, and then you couldn't wait to do playground and throw rocks yeah. with them, and he was just your dude, and, like, you'd sit at your desk and be so excited when he sat down, yeah. like, dude, like, your boy. Is so, it like that with those two? Like you're just like, oh my god, I'm going to train with Luke and Rich. This is gonna be so fun. It's just like that. So I, uh, I was at, I had class all week this week for work, um, to work on something new. And uh, Rich had texted me on Friday morning. It was my last day of class, and he said, "Hey, are you gonna be back next week? I'm tired of not having one to complain with." I said, "Yeah, buddy, I'll be back. I'm, I'm sorry." Oh, and that just tickled you, huh? <laughs> it's so funny because it is so true. No one else, you know. I guess everyone else has their little complaints, but uh, Rich and I definitely complain a lot more than most. I don't know if you're going to be able to relate to this, but maybe once a year, let's say I'll get a text from Rich, something yeah. just total, totally oh, random. Yeah. And yeah. when I see it come in, I will not open it. I God, I can't believe I'm telling this story <laughs> because I want to savor it. Yeah. I want to, it's like, it's like when I, I just want to savor it. Like, ah, I, maybe I'll walk around all day like Rich texted me. 
And then, and then, like, and then I'll be like, okay, I better open it so he doesn't like it. Like now it's getting weird because yeah, I haven't yeah. responded. But I really, it's like, it's like when I'm going to sit, it's like after I watch a good movie, like, you know, like Indiana Jones, after you yeah. see it, your only regret is like, fuck, I'll never get to see that for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> it really is like that. I wonder if it's like that for other people. It's who like, get to it's see like Chris, all the time. it's like Christmas morning after you've opened all the presents. Yeah. You're like, this is cool, but now I don't get to do it again. I mean, I got to wait a year before I do this again. Before Rich texts me again. <laughs> <laughs> before he texts, that's exactly what it is. It's Christmas morning. There was this, there was this, um, I, I probably hadn't talked to Rich in, I don't know, over a year. And we were doing a, a game show last year and, um, on my podcast. And there was comments just pouring in. And there was someone who came in named Rich Froning. And he yeah. made some comments. He was like, yeah, t- t- talking of Haley Adams. And everyone in the comments got all, ex- got all excited that it was Rich Froning. Yeah. And I said, you guys are so fucking stupid. If that's Rich Froning, I'll fucking take my sock off and eat it. <laughs> and I get this. Te- and I get so that night I, I go to bed. And then, the, and, and then I wake up in the morning. Or it was right before I went to bed. I can't remember. And, and I see a text come in from Rich. I'm like, oh, this is fucking weird. And it just says, start eating that sock, boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Uh, he is. I mean, he's a he's definitely a YouTube troll. So you have to watch out because he will. He'll, he'll definitely do it. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. It was so funny, too, because he, he, I think he was sitting doing a late night ice bath or something last oh, minute. Yeah. So he probably he just, just had his phone on him yeah. and just like stumbled across. And yeah. Dude, I'm uh, telling you, if you ever get bored, go through the mayhem comments because it, it is, it's definitely, it is for sure rich. No one else is on his YouTube and he goes on there and he's a troll. And he just says funny shit. It's awesome. He says, uh, I, we were talking about trolls. It might somebody. be too G for me. I need, I'm a crass young, I'm crass. It, I'm it, naughty. It may, be, it may be a little bit because, but he texted me and said, you know, we were trolling this one guy and he, I go, Hey, is this too much? And I, I won't say what I was going to, what I, what I said in the text. And he goes, yeah, he goes, maybe that's a little much, but uh, he goes, the best trolls are the ones where you still make fun of yourself as well, because then they have no leverage on you, you know, yes. because yes. I made fun of myself and I'm making fun of you. He says, what are you going to, you know, what, what are you going to do now? Yes. So those are his trolls. I, I, I like it when I'm, I know that's the best thing. Like when someone's like, why are you sucking Dave Castro's dick so hard? Well, yeah. cause I like to. it's my favorite like now what it's my favorite goofballs people are such goofballs okay um so so you start going to the gym and then you start doing local competitions and is he are you under any um tutelage at that time is there anyone at the gym who's like started to be like okay this kid's serious well let's get him under the wing let's like give him a little Um, more attention tell him to stop doing ghds like that or he's working out too much or um, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit, but, uh, I mean, Darren, and who, Darren, Darren. Mostly, okay. Yeah. And, um, and so he see, so, and are you asking for that attention? Are you like, Hey, how can I get better at this? Or are people seeing like, Hey, this kid's showing up five days a week. Um, um, both. I think, I think that I just, um, I mean, I think maybe in just the times that I was getting in the class workouts were getting better. And, you know, I was usually towards the the top end of the guys, even though I was younger um, in the classes. And then kind of, it just kind of transitioned to, you know, one of the coaches may ask, say, hey, do you want to do this workout with me? Like, you know, the the upper level guys, they would be like, hey, do you want to jump in on this? Or And that was probably later on. That was a couple of years into it after that. 
So you you went there, and do you do you remember the very first time you deadlift? Yeah, it was uh, probably my, I think it was my second class. Um, <clears throat> the first class, I remember the workout. It was fifty thirty five twenty of kettlebell swings and ab mat sit ups and double unders. I believe I have as good do double unders, but um, and then the next class was a one rep max back squat and a one rep max deadlift. And it was just like to start a strike program. Um, and I remember I did 135 for both and I was wow. ecstatic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, was yeah, yeah. When I started deadlifting, I, it probably took me, and I was 34. There was just a guy, I was at a Globo gym and I, I saw a guy deadlifting. I'm like, can you teach yeah. me that? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. like begrudgingly said, okay. Oh, yeah. But I remember it took me a couple of months before I had the balls to put the 45s on. And they were steel plates, but I was ecstatic when I could put oh, the 45s yeah. on. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Nuts. Okay. So you, you got off on it. You were like, oh, this, uh, oh, yeah. this, I'm in my, this is it. For sure. Yeah. And 135 squ- uh, squatting at uh, 12 years old is pretty crazy. I think I may have, I think I was 13 by now. Okay. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I mean, I was just doing, I was just trying to keep up with everyone else. And I remember getting to 135 and Darren telling me, you know, stop there. That's enough. <clears throat> Cause I think it was probably hard, but he said, you know, that that's heavy enough. You don't need to go any heavier. Cause I, it was, you know, first few days squatting. <clears throat> Did you ever experience injuries in cross country? Um, no, I mean like a little overuse maybe with my feet, my ankles, but nothing, no injuries. Did you cramp? Did you ever experience cramping? Yeah. Oh yeah. Quads and calves. Um, my, uh, my oldest son, um, I don't know. The first time he cramped was a couple of years ago. He was doing an L maybe when he was five, he was doing an L sit and his quad cramped, you know, that. Oh yeah. Yep. And then a couple, we just got an air runner, the salt air runner. And, um, I put on, uh, 30 second intervals and I 30 seconds on six seconds off so we can trans transition. Yeah. And I put it for 50 rounds just thinking me and him would do that. Just barefoot. We had just set it up after like 10 rounds. I'm like, ah, th- I, and, you know, that's only five minutes for me. I'm like, yeah. I should stop. So I feel something in my calves. I better break into this slowly. He yeah. fucking did the whole fucking 50 rounds. And that morning, that <laughs> night in the shower, he's like, I can't put my foot down. I'm like, why? He's like, my calf is completely locked up. Yeah. And he's seven. And I'm like, holy shit. Am I training this kid too hard? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that's fine. Have you ever seen an old person on an assault runner or like just a goofball? You ever seen a yes. goofball? What yep. a trippy thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we actually, this is funny. So we actually have uh, two at work. So we have uh-huh. four stations. And this is at the fire station? This is at the fire station. Yeah. yeah. We just, the, our training officer just bought two of them because he thinks that you thought they were really cool and wanted them. They are. And, and, and yeah. Oh yeah. I love them. And, um, a lot of the guys, you know, thought it was gonna be cool. We have some guys who do triathlons. We have guys that just do regular fitness. So we have like all kinds of mixed stuff. Um, but there's a couple guys at the, at work, like younger guys like me who complain about it. They're like, dude, you can't run on that thing. You know, I can't find a good pace. I either run too fast or I just have to walk. I go, it's not the runner's fault. that You can't figure it out. The runner's fine. It's not broken. So yeah, they're, they're, they are those goofballs who can't figure it out. And they're like, well, that thing's stupid. It doesn't work. You go, no, you're stupid and you don't work. You can't figure it out. That's not the runner's fault. My, my dad's 80, so I'm going to cut him some slack. But no, he, yeah, got exactly. on, he got on it. And 
he he looked like he was about to do a planche. That's he he's like leaning <laughs> over this far. It looks like he's planche training, right? Like he's gonna do some like one of those Instagram yeah. moves. Yeah. He's leaning over so far and he's pulling it back with his hamstring. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, dude, just stand on it. Yeah. And take yeah. one small step forward. And he yeah, takes three uh, steps forward and he grabs it. I'm like, no, no, that's three steps. Yeah. <laughs> one step. And he can't do it. He can't even listen. I'm just that's like, so, all right. I won't, cut my, I won't cut my dad at that much slack. My dad can't figure it out either. And I make fun of him every time I see him on it. He just can't figure it out. He, he can walk on it just fine. And he can kind of um, jog a little. But if he jogs and gets a little too much speed behind him, he'll start to sprint. And um, I told the guys at work, I said, um, I go, just remember this when you can't figure it out, you know, who can figure out the thing? I go, a hamster hamster. Yes. I saw a dog on one the other day. Yeah. yeah. I go, hey, my five-year-olds crush it. My five-year-olds crush it. I, I, and it, um, anyone who wants a babysitter and you have a lot of kids get a, um, uh, interval clock. That and that's what I do. So yesterday I did. I put on sixty rounds, thirty seconds on, six seconds off. Yeah, there. Look it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look, mom. Look, dad. There's a dog on it. (laughs) (laughs) I need to show that to the guys at work. Like, yeah, the the hamster can run in a wheel. It's the same thing. If you can't figure it out, you're dumber than the hamster. Caleb, how how in the world did you find that so fast? What? what? There's a guy, uh, Chad Cackert. I just follow him. Uh, please Instagram. don't say that word on the show, Cacker. Oh, but sorry, but chat. just palm chat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he, uh, he, I just follow him, and he just posted it a while back. Um, and I just remember he had a dog that <laughs> ran out. He just throws his dog on there. And I think he he said he went on there for like half hour, forty five minutes one time, and just like no, fucking wow, ran. wow. Let's be honest. That's a Labrador. That's a smart dog. That's smarter than most firefighters. Let's true. be honest. Yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> okay, so, um, uh. So, so to finish that thought, it's a great babysitter. I just set the interval clock yesterday on on, yeah. on sixty rounds, thirty seconds on, six second transition. I leave the garage and come back twenty minutes later, and they're just they're on the floor. It. Just yeah. well, they're done, and they're just fucking oh, yeah, wounded. Yeah, yeah. They're wounded, or thirty minutes <laughs> later. <laughs> uh, hello, my dude, Angelo from Cancun. Is that your name? Ah, ah, Paris uh, must be. No. I'd like to go back to Cancun. That's fun. That's a fun place. So, so you, you start doing some competitions, Darren, the, the, the guys who are competing and, and, and some of the better guys in the gym start like taking you under their wing. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and <clears throat> what do you ever, in these first two or three years from when you're 12 to let's say, um, you went to the CrossFit games the first time when you were 15. Yes. Do you ever experience any injuries as a kid? No, not until. So in, um, November, of 2015 i uh, broke my back but up until then i hadn't done anything <laughs> doing cro- fucking around with crossfit yeah uh, str- it was a stress fracture it, it wasn't crossfit's fault it was my own fault okay so, let's hear let's hear that story so how old were you 2015 so it was i just turned so my birthday's in july so i just turned 16 right after the games like the week after the games i always turned um i would always you know i would go up a go up a year so i'd be 16 um right yeah 16 november about november 2015 and then um i didn't get it looked at until september of 2016 i just thought that you know maybe i had a tight like my muscles were tight or something and so 
I went to the games in 2016 and then after the games when it hurt, like it hurt all the whole year leading up to it. I'm like, there's a problem. So I went to the doctor. Um, Wait, so, so, so give me a second. You win the CrossFit games in 2015 of July. Then sometime after that, your back breaks. What month was that? Do you know when or no? November is when I noticed the pain. So November, December, sometime in there. And where do you feel the pain? Just my low back, my L4 is where I broke it. I wonder if my back's broken. It's been hurting for fucking 10 years. <laughs> so it was a stress fracture. And um, and where, sorry, I want to talk about the yes. pain a little more. Where do you feel the pain? Like running down your legs, your back, your... Just j- very lo- local. I mean, just like if you were to break your arm, just kind of the same thing. Just like a pain right where right where I broke it. And, and when you say you broke your back, your back is your... Your back just is your vertebrae. That's what your yeah. back is, right? It's yeah. nothing else. So the, yeah. So there's just like a cr- uh, just like a crack. It was. It wasn't like you know. It wasn't cut in half. It was just like a, a fracture in it. Caleb, can we see a broken? It's an L four. L four. Can you find? Uh, you found a dog on a treadmill. Can you find a broken L <laughs> four? Thank you. Holy shit! And how do you uh, know that you? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Tell the story. Sorry. Yeah, I did. Well, I didn't know. I just knew that I had a lot of back pain and I thought like I was tight. So I just went and got massages. I saw the chiropractor. And once I competed at the games in 2016, I, uh, and it still wasn't better. This is almost a year later. Um, after the games I went and yeah, that, that yeah, that's probably, I, I don't, I don't think I ever saw the x-ray or the MRI. So I imagine it looks something like that. I don't know. That might be what? a little extreme, but <laughs> it is a little like extreme, the extent of it. Yeah. I don't yeah. see what I'm even looking at. That looks like a snake to me. What What am I looking at? So these are all of his vertebrae. Can you put him. the arrow on 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 something? This is broken. I don't see your arrow. Uh, mm. hold on. This the spot where there's like a gap, like a big black hole in the middle of like the yeah. That's yeah. broken. I don't know why my cursor's not on there, but all right. That guy looks like he might be dead. Um, dr angelo uh (laughs) stated that that man is paralyzed um okay so 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 it's hurting so bad and so after you is it hurting at the games too uh yeah but like the adrenaline it would hurt here and there but the adrenaline kind of just i didn't notice it is it really bad every morning when you wake up yes it was terrible in the morning i couldn't get i couldn't really get out of bed most mornings that's when it hurt the most yeah that, i can't get out of bed most mornings yeah. it sucks it's crazy i'm <laughs> yeah, not joking but it it's does bad. get better like within like an hour yeah but it's when fucking you, rough when you get some blood flow and it feels a little bit better but yeah laying down all night does not help it i um, have like a mark was it like i have a mark like like it if i sleep more than six hours oh you're no screwed. i'm screwed yeah and I sleep um, like six hours and three minutes every night. It's like, oh fuck! Oh, those those three minutes <laughs> screw it up. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so uh, so you so it so then after the 2016 games, what makes you decide to get it checked? It just was not. It was, I thought it was never going to stop hurting, so I was like, I got to figure something out. You know, whether whatever it is, I just want to figure it out. <clears throat> so I went and got it looked at, and realized it was a stress fracture, and the doctor really wasn't too concerned about it. He said, you know, this isn't uncommon for young men, especially who play sports or lift weights. You know, he said like a lot of football, I see this in a lot of football players because they do heavy workouts. They're pretty young and their your bones just aren't quite strong enough to be lifting that heavy yet. What um, city was this in? Did you go to Cook? They have a doctor like that in Cookville? Na- Nashville. Okay. Nashville. Oh, so you have to drive to Nashville. Okay. Uh, I mean, you don't have to, but the 
my parents have used these doctors, these like orthopedic surgeons and everything. So we're comfortable with them. Um, and yeah, he's, he said like, obviously it's not great, but it's not the worst thing that can happen. It's kind of, um, you know, it's, it's a normal injury for guys, your age who are kind of in the space that you're doing like lifting weights. So, um, just rehabbed it and it got a lot better. To, what does rehab mean? Just don't use it. Uh, went to the physical therapist and yeah, I tried not to do any real heavy lifting from the floor for a couple months. And, um, yeah, I mean, just like if I had a broken wrist, I would try not to use it and go rehab and ice it and use it. Okay, so, like simple stuff. So what did you stop doing? So, so if you broke it in 2015, it hurt all of mm-hmm. 2016. What, or uh, what did you stop doing that, that you think, because it was stuff you were doing that was aggravating it, yeah. right? So when I, you say you stopped heavy lifting off the floor, you you reduced your deadlifts from three hundred pounds to well, back down to one thirty five, or so it was during. So this is obviously during the off season, or you know, off season. And so I spent um, you know a couple months of really doing nothing like that. So I would do. I actually had. <laughs> I just was so bored. I would go to the gym and instead of actually working out. I would just set a clock and I would just do a hundred strict muscle ups and that that would be my entire workout. It would take me forever. And then I would just leave. It would take me like an hour and I'd leave. So that was, that's what I would do for two or three months. Wow. You had the discipline to do that at that age. It was, I mean, it was fun for me. Cause it was just like, I mean, just like climbing on a jungle gym. Right. And then, and then, it, and then it, at some point you're like, you woke up one morning, you're like, my back doesn't hurt. Uh, it was gradual. Yeah. I mean, um, and then obviously my physical therapist helped me. And so whenever we, we kind of just slowly got into stuff and at their office, you know, they have like lightweights and we just started working on lightweight stuff and seeing how we would do. And uh, we would lift a little bit of weight and then I'd go on the next day and we'd say, Hey, how is it? And then go from there and just slowly build back up. And then you won the games in 2017. Yep. Is that crazy? Uh, like, I don't looking think so. back I don't at think so. it, but, but you didn't really train properly in 2016. You were healing. Yeah. I, I mean, it took about 12, 12 weeks. So three months, maybe three months of rehab and then back into training. I think if anything, the time off probably helped um, Did, a little bit of time, just build some upper body strength. And then, and then have you ever re-injured that? Not that, not to that extent. I've done other damage to my back, but not that. And, and, and is that other damage? What, what was there a moment in your life where you're like, okay, I'm kind of done with the competing. Uh, yeah. Yep. For sure. And, uh, Let's see, 2018, 2018, after the open in 2018, my, I had, I think I had one herniated disc and one bulging disc. And I was like, and I have, I, I mean, I use this term loosely, but degenerative disc disease. And so um, I have that. Yeah. And I think everybody that's when that. those, that's when those things, things are, yeah. they're supposed to be white and in the x-ray they're black. Those yeah, things between just, your vertebrae, they, I got that. They're supposed to be they're supposed to be big and soft, and now they're small little discs, and they don't do much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I at that point, it hurt. I hurt my I re it re injured my back, and then uh, this was in 2018. Uh, right at the open, and I um I went to the doctor, and I, he's like, yeah, they're probably competing at least right now for a while is probably not a good um a good idea and so i just didn't compete that year i was supposed to be on uh, the second mayhem team i didn't compete that year and i didn't really think i was going to at all anymore did that um how, how was that emotionally intellectually 
Uh, it sucked. It was, it was, I mean, it was everything I knew for the last four or five years was just competing in CrossFit and, uh, going to the gym. So, um, so yeah, it was super weird. And at that time that was four years ago. So you're 18 years old. Yeah. Did, did anything go astray then? Like you started watching a bunch of porn or going to strip clubs or you started, started, um, uh, doing drugs or got fat or no, no, I, uh, um, no, I just was coaching at mayhem. And then, sorry, I, let me put that in Cookville terms. In Cookville, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do drugs. Did you ever go to and start throwing rocks at trains that went by at night? Uh, I guess that's more Cookville. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, there is way more. Dr- there's a lot of drug in Cookville, but there are here. North- oh, tons, tons. Meth, meth is huge in Tennessee. Oh, good. Um, makes me, that makes me feel better. But I wasn't, but no, I wasn't doing meth. I didn't start doing meth when I hurt my back. Uh, no, I just kind of like gotten, got involved in other stuff. Like I was coaching a lot more and then I went to college and I just thought, you know, whatever, I'm just going to go live a normal life, whatever. And, uh, and, and at that point had you kind of written it off too? Oh yeah. Like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are we seeing from you now? What are you doing? Why, why are you messing around? And why can't you just go back to the gym and just work out a little bit and chill and like, just tighten up, like, you know, tighten up your diet and just have yeah. a nice body for your wife. Why do you got to like, why do you jump in with Rich and, and Luke? Um, well, so this, I guess about a year ago, uh, a year ago from the open. So whenever the open starts a year, um, Rich had texted me and he said, Hey, do you mind putting your scores in? Uh, for the opening or he asked me first he goes hey do you do the open workout I go yeah he said do you mind signing up put your scores in we need an alternate for our team we don't have anybody or I think you need two guys and he goes we need another guy do you mind doing it and I was like damn I'm like I don't really want to I don't think I'm good enough I don't want to and um but I'm like if he's saying it you know he's a pretty smart guy he probably thinks I'm at least fit enough to kind of bounce back in a few months and be decent enough to maybe not help them win the games, but maybe not let them suck. And how would he know that at, at this point, are you training at the barn periodically or you say hi mm. or how would he know? Uh, I mean, he, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he just knows that I guess maybe, I don't know. I think he's just out of options. I'll put it that way. I think he's just out of options. He's so desperate. So he desperate. calls the injured 18 year old boy from fucking <laughs> yeah. that he met when he was 12 years old in a cafeteria prep workout presentation. <laughs> Damn, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think Rich ever got that desperate. It was, um, he was desperate. Were you working out at Mayhem then? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there were the people knew, like Darren, people who like work the gym, like a Darren yeah. or a Rory may have seen you and, and like they see your scores and they know, hey, that yeah. that guy's still crushing some shit. Uh, I would. I don't think I was. I just think I was doing normal workouts and like because I would come in, I would do what I would consider just a class workout. I would do the class. I would maybe do some strength work and then maybe some, you know, maybe some abs in the corner and then go home. Like I didn't think I was doing anything crazy. Um, and yeah, I just did the, I did the open workout and I didn't do well. I just did it. And he said, Hey, do you mind putting your scores in? And after that, I was like, well, in the off chance that he, I go, he's old and he gets hurt a lot. So if he gets hurt, at least I don't, I mean, at least I won't suck. So I need to train a little bit harder. So then I started going twice a day and then I started wow. going to the barn and then it just kind of like snowballed from there. And I realized that if I train a little bit smarter, I make some better, I'm more mature now. Yeah. I, I, that definitely played a part in it where I was like, um, I didn't just 
Cause I thought when I was younger, you know, you go to the gym and then I do whatever I want outside of the gym. As long as I'm working out, then I'm going to be fine. But it's not like that. Um, so what like, is it like little, when you're out of the gym, you need to rest? Yeah. You need to rest and you need to recover. Like my thing was the recoveries. I just needed to do more recovery. I needed to make sure that my back didn't get hurt. Uh, I need to make sure that, you know, I was doing, going to the physical therapist, even if I wasn't hurt, I would go to the physical therapist and see him, you know, once a month or something just to, um, see if I have any imbalances, anything like that. And just, you know, take it more seriously overall. Um, and so that's just, I mean, that's what I did. Um, and what happened that year? Did they end up, did you end up going on the team or did they end up using you? What happened? That no. Year? So this was, this was last year. So this was when Rich and Chase and Andrea and Taylor just won the games okay. um, this past year. So no, I didn't, they, no one needed me. I just kept training and made it to the semifinals and made it to the last chance. And it's just, yeah, I just, I would say I got lucky or just had the chips fall in the right places for me. I'm not sure. And so, so then you, you and then you just kept going like you're saying, yeah. Yeah, okay. just like um and 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 when did you realize that was it right after that that you're like okay, I'm I'm um was it just accidental or has it like are you training for the games now? Yeah. So something a, a switch has flipped. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it, the switch flipped once I made the decision after so there was the open and then there was the quarterfinals and it was after the quarterfinals. I had started training a little bit and I saw a lot of progress from the open to the quarterfinals. And, um, I kind of like, you know, I told myself, all right, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I stopped. I like told the, my broker at my real estate office. And then, uh, I told the guys wow. who I was, uh, yeah, I told the guys who I was working with at the, with my detailing business, I told them, I said, Hey, I'm going to step away from both of these things for a while. And I'm just going to do CrossFit and I'm going to, you know, go to the fire department and then anything else is any other time I have is CrossFit and recovery. Do you live at home? Uh, right now? Yes. And, and is that, do you like that? Do you like being with your close to your family? Uh, well, I'm actually going to move out the, this month. Oh, sorry, dad. Just, sorry, mom. No, the answer is <laughs> no, he does, he's done with you. <laughs> I'm actually moving out this month and I'm just moving. I mean, I'm just moving across town. And, and will you be close to the barn? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm close to the bar now, but I still will be, uh, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, that's close. Oh, is that not close? I don't know. I think so. I mean, at 10, 15 minutes is drive time and no, no traffic. We have no traffic. Right. Um, it, but, but okay. That's, it's too far to one wheel. Oh yeah. Sadly. Do you, do you still one wheel? Oh yeah. You, you bought a one wheel? <laughs> yes. And, and so that's yes, the tell best, me. this is the best story tell me so uh, um so you know it, i'm 18 i i just i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry just, i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry angela we'll get to it. uh uh rushi vias he's at your mom's house uh <laughs> sorry and and i don't i don't appreciate her taking him from me by the way okay go ahead um so i had bought a one wheel i like um uh Nick Massey, who owns Ice Age Meals. Yep, good dude. Such a yeah. nice man. Yep. He he's great. He came out and did a um <laughs> and did like a his culinary class at Mayhem. <clears throat> and he brought his one wheel and I thought it was awesome. I was riding it around all weekend. And it was the week before the games in 2019 or 20, 2019 maybe. And he he said, Hey, I'll leave it here with you guys. You ride it and then someone just bring it to the games next week. Wow. So, yeah, They're, those things are expensive. That's crazy yeah. that he would do that. Yeah, he's a great dude. Um, and I rode it all week, 
And then I, you know, after that, I'm like, I need one of these. I love it. And so I bought one and I let every, you know, I start, I have it. I bring it to mayhem. I let everybody ride it. And like six months later, Rich gets one wheel to send him like 10 one wheels. Everyone gets one sent to them. And, uh, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm 18. All I do is coach at the gym part time. Like I spent my life savings on this. Yes, one wheel. I just spent a fucking month's mortgage on fucking one. I can't believe my mom's like, you don't even have a fucking job. And you bought one of those for your kid. I'm like, I guess. I mean, they're so expensive. They're so expensive. I buy mine and then they get like, you know, they're boxes on boxes of wood wheels just showing up at this house. And uh, so everyone else has got these one wheels. I'm the only sucker that paid for it. And I'm definitely the one who makes the least amount of money out of all of those guys so it's all backwards but um it is cool to have all the like we all have one so we can all like we have like a little gang and we'll like ride them around yeah that's cool like ride them around downtown cookville and shit so we have uh um mountain bike trails and we ride them on the mountain bike trails oh that's so cool oh it's awesome um do you ride them with shoes or barefoot um depends oh uh, yeah both depends my, I gonna, just got, go ahead. If I'm going to ride crazy, then I'll probably put shoes on. My, um, my son only weighs 50 pounds and I got the pint X and with all the shit and oh, the fender yeah. and the extra parts, it was like almost two grand yeah. and he get, and it shows up at the house and, it, and he can't ride it. Cause he's not heavy enough. Oh, wow. He's only 50 pounds. And I'm like, Oh shit. I just threw away two fucking thousand dollars. <laughs> and, um, but, but then he took off his shoes and because and it doesn't it, spread the weight out, you know, over oh, the it sets it, yeah, yeah, and so he can ride it, and so he rides it every day. And he, I know that it, he loves it. I don't know. Can Caleb hear me too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, there's a picture on my Instagram of when I wrecked my one wheel. Yes, I have a, a link. I have a link in there, <laughs> Caleb <laughs> too. Yeah. So it looks. It doesn't really look all that bad, but oh, it looks going. bad, dude. It looks bad. <laughs> so I was shirtless. And the after picture, I never posted the after pictures of like when, uh, <laughs> so the story, so this is at, this is actually in the background. That's the cross country course. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the high school. A, yeah. At the high school. That's a, that's a, that's the course that I ran at, but, um, there's a, a runway, an old runway right by the high school. And I was just, like a dirt um, runway, like for airplanes or like a paved, paved runway. Okay. Yeah. Paved runway wow. for, for them. So, um, I was like, man, I want to see how fast this thing can go. It's the longest straight strip that I know about that there's going to be no cars on. Right. So I, I went out there and I brought it out there and I just was riding it and just seeing how fast I get it to go. And there, there's a speedometer on it. It'll show you how fast you got. So like a high score. Yep. And so at 20 miles an hour, you feel, so you'll push into it at 20 miles an hour, it'll push back. Yep. And then you have two choices. You slow down or you can speed up again. It's basically saying, hey, it's all you. You know, I'm not going to save you. I push into it and I push it to uh, like 22, 23. And it just pushes so far, it nosedives. And I take two steps and I just tumbleweed it. On, on the tarmac. On the tarmac. Oh, um, my, so it all over the instruction booklet, it says when the, when the one wheel pushes back, do not push through it. Like it's everywhere <laughs> on every fucking page. And, and I hear my son and my, and my nephew, cause I'll take my nephew's 18 and my son's seven. And I take the one yeah. wheel to the beach and they ride it up there and they're just like, it's pushing back, but we just pushed through it. I'm like, guys, it says do not push through it everywhere. I'm like the old parent now. It sucks. 
but yeah, but that's interesting. Good. I've seen it do that before. Never never going fast, uh, but I've seen it like where it, the nose will just go. Yeah, and, th- uh, and they like turning it so sharp that they scrape the board. They like doing crazy shit on it now. Uh oh, I lost you. Did he get muted? I can't hear Angelo. Did your pot, your AirPods died? Did you get the signal? Maybe you have to switch your microphone. It kicks off if you top out the speed. Yeah, I guess that's what it did. Man, I would love it if they would send me one. Send me one, dear one wheel. I promise I won't say anything that's not woke for a month. Can you send me one? I'll be woke think, for a month. I think his mic is disconnected. I can't unmute him. So let me ask you, where were you born, Caleb? I was born in uh, South Dakota. <laughs> this is a show about Caleb Beaver. There, there he is. Yeah, there he goes. You guys can hear me now? Yeah. Caleb, yeah. Thank, you for, thank you for stepping in, Caleb. Stunt double for Angelo. No. Um, so, so, so you're commit. So you're committed back to, uh, to it. It, it. And is, is the goal, do you even know what the goal is? Are you honest with yourself? Is the goal to get back to individual? Um, I don't know. I'm just having fun competing. Honestly, I don't so have you're any, not, So don't, you're not being honest with yourself. No, no, I just, I, uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not setting, setting expectations because I think, when I was younger, I had all these expectations of wanting to go to the games and wanting to be an individual. And that was the only thing I wanted to do. And then when I didn't have it, you know, you asked about how it was emotionally and, you know, mentally, it just, it sucked. I didn't know what to do. You know, I was, um, it felt like I had lost a piece of me almost. And so I'm trying not to put that much weight into it until, you know, I just want to let whatever happened happen naturally. I'm not, you know, I have, I love my job and I'm not really, I'm not willing to make the sacrifices that other people make to be at the top of the sport. I, um, you know, I want to keep my job. I don't really want to leave it. I like it a lot. So, um, and I know that with the 24 hours at the fire station, that's not really a winning recipe to be the best in the world. And I'm fine with that. I'm just trying to, you know, uh, do my thing. And I know that's not the popular decision. Everyone would say, Hey, you need to go all in. Why are you, you know, why are you half and half out and just trying to have some fun? And I like competing in the sport. So I don't want to stop. It's kind of, it sounds like a little bit of the um, new Scott Panchik uh, mode. Oh, really? He, well, you know, he tells himself yeah. he retired, and then he and, and takes, which I, I I think is brilliant. He he announces yeah. it on the drive to the games, takes all this pressure off of him, and then pushes through some crazy knee injury to put on a fucking <laughs> a clinic at the games. You know what yeah. I mean? Where he can? Yeah. I mean, he just he was a stud. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, you know, and then dabble in Wadapalooza to see like, okay, what's going to go, what's going to happen. And then he just keeps coming up with all these other, and, and, you know, there may be some truth to him, but at the games he's retiring at Wadapalooza, he's just doing it to have fun with his brothers. You know, he's got this, yeah. like these, these narratives that takes, take some pressure off him, which probably has added to his enjoyment significantly. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and um, I, I think I saw a list of the teams somewhere, and you were not so. So at Wadapalooza, you were on a team with with uh, Luke, oh god, yeah, Parker, yeah. and Rich. And then yeah. I saw a list of the teams, and you are not on the team with. You're on a team with Luke on the list. Yes. I saw. I didn't write it down. Where's this? Where's this list? I don't. Uh, there's a list. And then um, it's, you're trying to figure out what you can talk about, what you can't. There was yeah. a list. So basically, I don't remember where I saw it. 
Maybe it's in the comments on one of your videos. But last okay. night I, I found it. And basically there was a list and it said the team Rich was going to be on. And then and, and maybe someone's just making this up and guessing. And then yeah. there was a list you were going to – a team you're going to be on. But it's it's with Luke. No, actually I, maybe I did write it down because I asked who is this person. What I'll say is that I will say that um, if – the YouTube comments had a choice of who was going to be on Rich's team. They would not choose me. That's for sure. I oh, really? Who do they want? <laughs> they're, they're just not me. All I know is <laughs> <laughs> you assholes. Just, uh, who do we join on Rich's team? Not Angelo. Uh, excuse me. That's relentless. not a choice. Not Angelo. <laughs> One guy is relentless. I posted on there. They posted this hard workout. Like I said, him and Guy were doing this hard workout. And they and in after the workout they go, hey Rich, you know how would you scale this for somebody? Then he goes, well, you know if it takes you, I think eight rounds and you can't finish all the reps. He said, just stop at eight rounds. And I made a comment, you know, just trying to be funny. I go, this would take me ten rounds minimum. I go, it would take me more than ten rounds. And then a guy comments back and says, we know we saw you at Wadapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ruthless! <laughs> I was like, and, uh, uh, is that the kind of shit? Like, like, you'll come to the gym and Rich will be like, that guy got you. Did like other people <laughs> no. will be like telling you what a good comment it was? No. <laughs> I think Rich, I think Rich might have snapped back to him or not. I can't remember. But he's like, I said, dude, these. And then someone else said, oh gosh, someone else said, uh, just like, oh, Luke and Angel are just holding Rich back at uh, Wadapalooza. And I'm like, these guys, I go, these guys can't let it go. They just can't let it go. <laughs> like, I go, whether whether we did good or not, just like let me live. You did good at Wadapalooza, though, didn't you? I mean, I thought so until I started reading the YouTube comments. <laughs> I really like myself until I read the YouTube comments. <laughs> I then I loaded up the gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's the best stuff. It is. It is the best. I. I. But. But to. To. I. I, I do have an incredibly thick skin, but I will not yeah. go to. I will not go to Reddit. Occasionally, someone will send me a link to oh, Reddit. Really? I, no, I will not go there. Ruthless. I, I, um, it's more than ruthless. I. I think it's vile really just, yeah there's no there's no um no accountability for what they're saying at all it's so gross the stuff they say <laughs> i mean i and it, it's not even anything about me that i've seen it's just other stuff that i've seen on there and i'm like you wow i'll never yeah. i just will never i don't want to be it would be like disneyland and in the back they had like you know how they, they have different like little towns in disneyland yeah and they had one town in the back like that was the glory hole town I'm, like, I'm not bringing my kids somewhere where there's a glory hole what the fuck it's like that yeah. it's like but it's yeah. disneyland it's okay it's just in the corner nope sorry oh, there, I, it I, is, I, there it is uh oh that was good we know we, know. we saw you well and look at the guy's name it's white boy jiggy tit yeah it's just... <laughs> hey we let's click on that guy's link i want to see what what let me see this guy's uh oh, first of all you're not you're not a boy you're a white old man <laughs> but I appreciate the jiggy tit. Does that mean your tits jiggle? Jiggy tit. Mm, excuse me. Okay. Uh so 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 the teams have not been chosen officially. Um it's like when not, you came on today, like Rich was like, Hey, don't tell them what the teams are. We don't, it's not for certain yet. No, I just don't. Um I just no, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say and what I'm not supposed to say right now. I think okay. I mean, let's try to the, let's try to stump you then. Stumping okay. Angelo. Um, yeah. are you do you think you're going to the games this year? Yes. And will be would do you think you'll be going as a team or individual? Uh maybe as a team, maybe individual. I'd like okay. to go individual, but probably as a team. Holy shit. Wow. 
as in wow. like a, as in I would like to think that I could go as an individual, but I think that I'll have more fun on a team. So I would rather do a team. That's that's the breakdown of that. Oh my goodness. I think that's almost enough. That's really cool. How many teams will Mayhem send? Three that I know of. Um, that would be really, I mean, I have to tell you, that would be really cool if you went as an individual. Maybe four, maybe four. No, Holy I don't think cow. so. Maybe four teams, yeah, possibly. Um, at Wadapalooza this year, um, we there, we I, we tried this thing and it worked really well. We ba- I basically used this podcast software. Yeah, and then we basically had a bunch of people roaming with iPhones, and then we would just be like, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And at one yeah, point yeah, yeah. on the last day, we had an iPhone and it was showing all the athletes. Yep. And it was, um, and it was, uh, it was all the team athletes and they were gathered around Matt O'Keefe and there was some discussion and it was right yeah, after yeah, the yeah. rain had lifted and you can hear Rich say, everyone, I don't, I'm paraphrasing, shut up. Yep. And then he, he comes, what was going on there? Was, was Rich just talking loud or was he like getting a little like fired uh, up? He was fi- fired, fired up. He was fired up. Okay. Yeah. So what had happened was, um, uh, By the way, tell him thank you. That's the kind of shit that gets. I probably got like five subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what exactly had happened is Rich and other athletes, myself included, had concerns about doing the last workout when it was when everything was rained on, and it was or the seventh workout, sprinting back and forth on the on the field um, when there, you know, when it was wet, cutting, and you know, Rich has uh, a bad knee anyways, and he's like, I don't want to cut, you know, make sharp cuts on a wet floor. This he goes, it's just water It's not the games. You know, this is not the end all be all. We just want to go and have some fun to compete. No one wants to get injured for this. And so, um, a bunch of other athletes spoke out and was, and were kind of concerned about it. So Rich called Matt O'Keefe and, um, I'm not sure how the phone call went, but soon after Matt shows up in the, in the warm-up area and he said, Hey, you know, what, what do you think we should do? He's like, I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to change the workout or anything, but like, I don't, what do you propose? And Rich said, well, let's ask the athletes. So basically they, we, they both gathered everyone up and raised the concern and everyone, it seemed like most, I mean, majority for sure agreed that, yeah, that's not a good idea. The floor is going to be slick and, you know, we don't want people slipping. So it was really just Rich trying to advocate for the other athletes and being, you know, being a voice because of, you know, who he is, he can be the voice for everybody. So right, most right. Of, and everyone trusts what he has to say. You know, he's obviously proven that he knows what he's talking about. Um, so they changed the workout last minute, which was actually really cool of them and uh, ended up being just fine. You know, the event went on just fine and with the burpees instead of the sprinting. And I think everybody agreed that it was probably a better choice. Yeah, the burpees were cool. It worked yeah. well. I, I can't remember who was on the podcast at that time, but they had also suggested that at the same time that it was kind of announced. Mayhem YouTube shows the interaction. Oh, so they Mayhem actually has a had a camera guy there where you yeah, can see I, the whole yeah, thing go yeah. down in detail. I guess I haven't watched any of those YouTube videos. I just don't like to watch myself on YouTube. So I don't if I'm in the video, I usually don't watch it. Oh, okay. Well, do, do you like the fact that Mayhem has such a, a great um video team? I mean, I would think that would oh, be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh no, I think it's awesome. I like all the camera guys and the, I mean, just media in general, you guys have just a great yeah. media team. You guys got a podcast studio, you got oh, video yeah. guys, you got a fucking amazing like gym to film in. You got good lighting. Yeah. I think, yeah, we, I mean, we have it. Everything's awesome. And I like all the camera guys, which makes it more comfortable because you know, if they're your friend behind the camera, you're just talking to your friend. And so what they have to have to have a camera. I just, I just usually say stupid crap. So I don't want to listen to what I say. <laughs> So I, right. I don't watch them, but I think the videos are great. Like, I think the editing is really good. I think, um, and I think they do a good job overall. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, 
at 22, I would have hated to see myself on camera too. Yeah. Hated. Yeah. I hate it. Hated. But now at, at 49, for some reason, it doesn't bother me. Really? No, I see. I can't. Yeah. I hate it. I've just accepted like you're fucked. There's nothing you can. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Um. What? What? Who? Who is? Um. Who's Kurt? Uh, Kurt Craig. It, it, the the four sixty six badge four sixty six. Yeah, yeah. So Kurt Craig was um one um was a firefighter with us for about 10, 12, 12 or fifteen years maybe. Um and. I met him. He started working out with Rich originally very early on in the Mayhem days. Like, uh, like I think right from the get go, he was working out with them. And um, I was, I mean, I wouldn't say we we're super close, but I knew him pretty well from going to the gym often and, you know, seeing him there. We went to the gym at the same time. And then, um, and then we, you know, we were friends at the fire station because we knew each other before then. We worked together a lot. So we're, uh, we're pretty close. And, and what happened? Did he pass? Uh, yeah, so he passed pretty suddenly um, in June, June two years two years ago. So twenty twenty. And what happened? Um, he uh, just some stuff from work, I guess, caught up with him and some uh, some other issues, and he took his own life. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Have you ever known anyone to do that before? No. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, it was, that is, yeah, it was, uh, what felt like at that point, probably the worst day of my life that far. So it was like, it was, uh, yeah. And I was actually at work when it happened. He was off, he was off because for the birth of his, his first kid, um, had just been born like 10 days ago and, uh, prior to it, prior to it. Yeah. 10 days ago. And so he was home, he was home, he was on leave with his wife and, um, and yeah, and we were all at work and kind of just got the news. We actually, so we all were on a, we were actually at a structure fire. We at a, a conf, not a confirmed, but a, a possible structure fire. And then we got a call from, I guess, one of the people from the ambulance or one of the other guys at work who heard about it. And, um, we, um, yeah, we all kind of met at the station at the main station. We had another, another fire department take our calls for us. And we pretty much all sat around and just kind of like, you know, um, just kind of try to realize what was going on, what happened. Oh, trip too, because like all my firefighter friends, um, they love a fire too. Like they're tired oh, yeah. of fucking going to old yeah. folks' homes and fucking resuscitating people. Like there's nothing yeah. better than, oh shit, a building's on fire. This is yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Cause, and, and then to get that news at the same yeah. time, it's like, um, does that rock a town like Cookville? Like everyone yes. knows in Cookville then? Like everyone's um, like walking around with like a, a, a little bit of a shadow or a little bit of a not, black cloud. Maybe not the <sighs> entire town, but everyone who everyone who knew the fire department. So you know, you think about the EMS people, the people on the ambulance, the um, the, cops. the cops. Yeah, all those kind of people, and then everyone at the gym. Obviously, when we did the work out there, and um, anybody who was or is a firefighter, just kind of like, yeah, it took it. Um, it's obviously when you have a town of such it's such a tight knit group of first responders, because it's not really that many people, you know, probably in all, it's like a thousand people. So you kind of know everyone. So yeah, it was pretty heavy for a while. God. It, um, you know, you try to step into other people's shoes. You, you know, there's, there's the word em- empathize, of course. Yeah. Um, it's it's really something else to hear that someone who has a child 
Yeah. Like what, what would go through your mind? Yeah. That, I mean, basically, yeah, I, I, I can't fathom it. Yeah. I, can't fathom I think, it. um, and, and what, and do people, did you ever blame yourself? Like, fuck, I knew this guy should have noticed yes, or like, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we all, we all did a little bit, um, because towards the end there were some, not necessarily signs, but like some stuff that he was obviously dealing with some things. And, um, like I definitely was trying to be, I definitely was always his friend. Like we were, we were pretty close and, um, yeah, just like, I feel like there was stuff there was, I feel like there was something more I could do, but I, but I, I, I know that I tried, um, to help him and, you know, but sometimes there's nothing you can do. Sometimes it's just, you know, people don't want help and you can't, you can't do anything at, at that point. But yeah, it was uh, pretty, that was pretty shitty. It sucked. Yeah, it's crazy. Hopefully it's just a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, like, um, like okay, I got so yeah. that one under my belt. <sighs> there's the, there's a shirt and there's his workout. So we, so that workout, there's um there's a YouTube video, an old may have YouTube video. It's, I think it's a workout Wednesday. I could try to look at, I could try to look it up. So if he wants to look it up, you can put it on there. But they did like a workout Wednesday um, when we did the old YouTube channel. Um, and uh, Rich and Kurt are doing a workout in his old garage. Um, and it's that workout. So it's, uh, what is that workout called? Is it called? Um, it's like 20, it's 20, 30, 40, 50. And then you rest two or three minutes and you do it again. But at that day they had done it alternating rounds. Oh yeah. The workups on there, right? The workouts yeah, on there. Yeah. 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 And they had done alternating rounds and in the YouTube video, that was the only YouTube video that Kurt was in. I think so. Oh. So they, so that we kind of made that his workout. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And we've done that the last two years, um, since, um, we'd kind of get all the firefighters at mayhem and we all do it together. Is it, do you still see his wife around? Yeah. Yeah, actually. So that's one of the houses that I sold. So when she, when he passed, um, you know, she kind of had a little bit of, you know, she had a traumatic experience at the house that they were living in together. So she wanted to get out of there and I found somebody to sell her house before I had my real estate license. And then once um, I got mine, I actually, we found her house together and now she lives at uh she lives in a nice house um, that she got to choose and um, isn't in that old house that, you know, they had the bad experience. And so that was pretty cool. That I got to help them do that. Yeah, that is cool. I'm guessing that when you train with these guys, maybe people are gonna be like, "Yeah, it does Sevon," but there's a, you, you, um, Haley, Gee, Andrea, just the the whole crew, yeah. Samuel. Whenever people come into town, who's the giant guy from Australia, Royce? Um, Royce Dunn. Yeah. Uh, there is a um, two matches burn brighter yeah. than one. There is a holy cow. This is like, um, it's like a. I don't know if you've ever been to a rave, but there's this constant, just <laughs> no. like there's this ba- basically this constant like elevation going on. Yeah, and like basically like you can actually feel it. Like we're all getting better together, and in certain workouts you can see little micro examples of it. Like holy yeah. fuck, we're fucking shit up in here right now. Oh yeah. Um, and is is it like that spiritually too in there? Like that there's an accountability to everyone because you guys all are pretty like hardcore Christians. Like you go to any, any one of your guys' uh, Instagram accounts and there's like, this is my favorite proverb. This is 13, two, this, oh, I'm 17, five. I'll look at my tattoo. It's like, yeah. is there, is there a, a, a moral code there that you think that just elevates and keeps you guys all accountable too? 
And yeah, are those the so. two strongest pieces? This physical with this spiritual? Uh, I yeah yeah. Or I religious so. or? I definitely, I wouldn't say religious. I think um, I think spiritual is a good word for it. You know, you just, um, obviously, um, with most of us being Christians, you know, there's not no one judges anybody else. So you kind of just if you're if someone coming into came there wasn't a Christian, then it wouldn't be. You know, it's not an it's not a a problem or you're not excommunicated or something. It's just, uh, it's just the way that we are. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think when you get around people with the same mindset and, uh, you all end up, uh, making each other better, you know, it's like that, what's that old saying, you know, you're a sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So like, I think if we all try to elevate each other all the time, then those five people are elevating you and you're able to help elevating them. It's kind of just back and forth. Um, have you ever been, do you know anyone in the gym who ever, because they've hung out with you has found God or found Jesus or like someone who's like, holy shit, like had their eyes open. I don't mean even like, well, go ahead, answer that. And, and I'll tell you um, if, if it's an adequate answer. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know that I've ever had that impact on somebody. Um, mainly because, um, Cookville's such a town anyways, that I think such like a what you, town? christian town okay okay it's very christian it's just i mean a lot of people go to christian churches around here that's not that's not um um that's not weird for someone to do that so um no i don't think i mean if i've met somebody who wasn't christian i don't think that i was the reason they converted or anything but um i could be i'm not sure never had that conversation with anybody and the reason why, and what I was going to say is there's a distinction between um, me going to church with my family from when I was like, you know, I didn't, but let's say from when I was born to when we went a couple times a year, but let's say I went with my yeah. family, you know, every Sunday from when I was zero to when I was 20. And then all of a sudden at 23, like I found Jesus. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're, those oh, are yeah. different people. You know, the, yeah, the guy who's sure. just been going to church his whole life versus like something fucking happened and someone's like, holy fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, those people, they kind of launch off the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or launch sure. off the planet. Yeah, I think there's I don't think yeah, I don't think I've ever been that in someone's life that I know of, but um um but I know that yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, you can go and it not be you just You haven't go. had like you haven't had like someone come up like Haley Adams comes over there and after like six months, one day she comes in and you're like she's like, Holy fuck, last night did like God spoke to me and like now I get what you guys are you haven't had that. I haven't had that, no. God, I can't Personally, wait to no. hear that story. Um Cause there's got, because maybe not, maybe, maybe I do have a story like that. Like, um, so my, my friend growing up, Nick Palladino, who won the games as well. I wanted he, to ask um, you about him. Go on. Yes. So he, uh, so he texted Rich and I, and he grew uh, his family's Christian. He grew up, you know, Christian kind of like exactly what you said, you know, he would go to church with his family and he grew, he went to a Catholic high school. Um, but he had called Rich and I, um, a few months ago and said like, um, you know, but I, I think I'm really starting to believe now, like, cause he had just gone through the time where he's like, I don't know, you know, I don't, you know, I just, I'm just going to church and I don't know what to think about all this, but he's like, I really do. You know, I really do think that, um, that's something that's out there. Like it feels different now. So yeah, maybe that, maybe that's a possibility. Of being Did he say what happened? Did something happen to him? Um, no, I just think he's kind of just found something that he enjoys and he thinks that, uh, maybe God put that in his life that he found right. something that he really enjoys and, and, uh, God helped him find that. So I think that's where he's coming from. Yeah. It usually is something like that. Like you come out of a really dark hole or yeah. you have, you have some, some, some event happen that you can't explain any other way. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to him? Is he still doing CrossFit? He, he was like strong as fucking all game, yeah, right? So he strong. was like weird strong, right? Super strong. He, yeah, he's, uh, he's 
he was very genetically gifted and he just was strong. I mean, he, he liked to lift weights, so he got really strong. And um, he is, so he's running a Twitch page now doing uh, some gaming stuff. So he's always been a huge gamer and he's, uh, yeah, there he is. He has always been a big gamer and he's kind of just got more into it. And he, he's just working out. I think he's just working out for fun now. But yeah, there he is. So what um, is, oh, that's him playing? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, Nick Pal twenty three, I believe, on Twitch. In case anybody is a Twitch person wants to watch. Holy um, cow! Oh, he's angry. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think someone blocked his goal. But yeah, he like he posts his stuff and makes fun of himself, so it's pretty funny. He's got some funny stuff on there. Wow, Tommy Rodriguez, new shirt fun for Sevon. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> What the heck is going on with this shirt? This shirt's so nice. This is probably like a two hundred dollar Filson. This feels like what the heck is going on? Um, uh, do you think he? So, so he's done with CrossFit, isn't that? That's kind of a weird uh, juxtaposition from video games to CrossFit to video games. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think uh, he. I knew that he was always he. His thing was video games always. Like he's always been like that. He's been good at them. He likes to play them, and so it kind of made sense for for him to do that. And then I think it all work. The Twitch thing works out with his personality because he's, he's a, he's funny. And he, as you see, he like rages and he does, he just, he's just animated is a good way to put it. He's animated. He is funny. Oh yeah. He's funny. Super yeah, funny. He's, and he's, ani- funny. <laughs> he's animated. So, uh, cause being on Twitch is, um, not about really the playing the video game. It's more about just being, you know, you have to be on there. You have to be witty. You have to have, you have to be animated. You have to do all this kind of, you have to act weird and so like that's just his thing is like he can draw people in so it's and he had a following from crossfit so he kind of had like a a leg up on most people who just start that stuff and then you get money for people watching you on twitch like like on youtube like how i yeah, made like, like six YouTube. dollars off of you right now <laughs> yeah just like youtube oh that's awesome wow what an interesting world we live yeah, in crazy you can do it. you can do anything um you trained with sarah sigmund's daughter oh yeah a lot so you it, t- tell me about that. She, so she trained at Mayhem. She moved to Cookville. Yeah, for like a whole year. And and how old were you when that happened? Seventeen. And when she came, was she just would fucking mop you up? Were you better than oh, her at seventeen yeah. or no? no yeah, I was, I was better than her than as I was not. Maybe some running, some running, not all. Just like maybe every now and then I could like edge out at a running workout, but it was like I was never better than her at anything. So Sarah Sigmund's daughter just showed like she shows up at Mayhem. You're working out in the barn. And you're like, holy shit! Yeah, she another mops the floor with me. An, another one. <laughs> yeah, like just another like it's just fucking. So she, man, Rich, Rich draws some incredible people. There. Oh yeah. Um. So so tell me about that. Um. Did, did you like her? Is she fun? Oh, Was yeah. she, did you train with her? Tell me about your relationship with her. So at that point, we didn't really have like. Uh, like the empire then. So it was really just the team. And then it was Dre, um, Sarah, where the indi- kind of the individuals. And then there was me as a teenager. That was, you know, that was it. So um, the team. I really training. appreciate you using the word empire early on. Yeah. I would make fun of CrossFit or uh, uh, mayhem, calling it the mayhem empire. It was like my way of like, just not make fun. And then I had rich on the show and he referred to it as the mayhem empire and stole it. I think I, <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker just took it from me. He just embraced it, and I just love it. It's such a nice. Now it's just like, oh, I just love hearing. That. I think okay, it, so, dude. Every everybody calls it that now. Everybody oh, calls good, it that good. Do I get credit for that? Yeah, I think so. 
That's awesome. I the Mayhem so. Empire. Oh, um, so nice. So that, so I made fun of Dave by calling him the Dave Castro in a video yeah. like in 2010. And he did the same thing. He's like, okay, I'm going to take that. <laughs> he's the TDC. The I'm, like, hey, I'm trying to make fun of you guys. You guys can just take it. <laughs> that's what a VC. That's how you troll people. You got to troll yourself with them. So they can't, they can't do anything about it. Okay. Um, so it wasn't so, the empire then. No. So it was the team, me, Dre, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. And, um, and Dre's the video guy too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or was, and he, and then, yeah. And then he went to the games with rich on the team one year, but, uh, so Dre and Sarah went to regionals together. They were the individuals at regionals. And then, Dre had missed the games that year. And so go training for the games, it was um, the team and Sarah and I. And so like, you know, they would do their team workout or whatever. And Sarah and I would do the individual individual version of whatever they were doing. And then, you know, kind of do our own thing. So it was pretty much, I mean, it was a lot of the time it was the two of us doing our own thing, which is pretty cool. And is that the year you won the games? Yeah. And do you think that played a role for you that you were chasing so. just such a fucking savage? Yeah, I think it, I think it played a role. I mean, obviously there's good training partners all over the place here. And, uh, even without her, I think, um, I think I could have one of the games, but I do think it played a role. Yeah. I mean, think of, think of the, um, I mean, everyone's having influence on everyone, but think of just the people that you're oh, uh, yeah. like, like, like they say, when you travel, you should plagiarize from other cultures. Like you yeah. should take all the best shit from every culture. Like this culture does yours. this. Yeah. And think of just all the people you get to plagiarize from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've had, I mean, I've definitely had some, uh, some awesome people to, you know, like you said, plagiarize from them. Was there any time that you weren't going to the gym? Like there was a three month stint where like Tia was there and you never went to the gym and you're kicking yourself. Now you're like, that was stupid. No, no, I, I, I think everybody who's come through, I feel like I've, uh, I've had some impact from, like, I think I've talked to them enough to where I've like, um, to where I've had, yeah, just a little bit of impact from them and, uh, learned something from them. So I don't think that, I don't think I ever was like, man, I should have talked to them more, hang out with them more. When I had Sarah on the podcast and she was so easy. You really? can go, oh, you can go anywhere, any topic. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing off, you know, like I'll be like, so do you get dick pics? She's like, yeah, too many, too many. <laughs> and I'm like, is it weird? She's like, yeah, who the fuck would send me a dick pic? What am I supposed yeah. to do? Look at this dick and be like, all right, let's go on a date. And I mean, she just like, you know, she just like totally ran with it. And I'm like, holy shit. Like yeah. there's, did it, was it easy? Um, Yeah. I mean, did you find her easy too? Oh yeah. 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 She was just easy to hang out with you pretty chill and um just kind of did whatever everyone else was doing she didn't really complain about the the workouts or anything we just kind of well just uh go with the flow as you get closer to the games i get the impression that the constituents of the mayhem empire start to come from all over the world it's like the bulls come to roost yeah. for a few months or weeks before the games. What is that like when Samuel shows up and Gee shows up and yeah. Royce shows up and um, uh, uh, Andrea Nistler and, 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 um, and Taylor show up and then Haley's there and yeah. Tasia's there. And is it, is it just like, who am I, who am I missing? And Chase is there. 
Yeah. I finally got Chase's <laughs> name right. I'm so sorry. I got to have Chase on the show. He's to cross him off my list. I got this list of all the people at the Mayhem Empire. I have to get. Um, it, does it start getting like, do you start feeling something like, yeah. oh shit, the band is really getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah like the the workouts get harder the training days get longer the you know the, all everyone's focus is like on the games and so yeah there's a there's a lot of pressure and um a lot of just a lot of training in general you know a lot going on and um a lot more focus i would say on what we're doing instead of just like we go from working out because we need to work out every day and then it goes to like all right what do we need to do today to train for the games it's like all right what do we you know what kind of movements are we going to see what are we going to do um it definitely gets ramped up a lot do you think you're pretty? Are you more competitive with um, Luke than other people? Meaning, do you and him have something like? No. Okay, I need to, like is it like? Do you think like he thinks? Okay, I need to be always be better than Angelo, and you think? Okay, I always need to be better than Luke. Um, I'm just completely uh, taking a stab in the dark. Yeah, at that. yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just a, I think whoever, I mean, whoever's there, I, I want to be. <laughs> competitive with them i obviously i think we all think that we want to beat each other but there's a time for competition there's a time for training so um if um you know if we don't if i feel like i should beat somebody at a workout and maybe they beat me by three seconds i don't like get hung up on it and be like man he shouldn't have beaten me i should have got him like and when it comes down to it it's like it's that's not what really matters if you try to if you're trying to compete all year long you're not going to be able to make it so i try to i try to look at it as hey that's training if i uh, if I need to dial it up, I need to dial it up, but this isn't the time to do it. This is the time to, uh, just hit the mark and see if what, see if I'm, what I'm doing is working. And if I need to go harder on game day, I need to go harder on game day. What are, what are the rules? Are there rules at the barn? Can you like, like, oh, you're not allowed? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tons of rules. I was expecting you to say no, no, no tons of rules. The okay. number one rule, and I know Rich will agree with me, is you don't get to sprint the last round. If you, if, wait, what? If you and we both agree on this, if you, um, if you can sprint the last round of the workout, you did not go hard enough in the last, you know, five or six rounds. If you can sprint the last round, yes. And it, and it, when it comes to competition, we this is this is a ritual for sure. Uh, when it's in, when you're in a competition, there's a time to sprint at the end. That's is always the case. But if you're training and I've beaten you for the last six rounds and you push yourself to try to beat me by two seconds in the last round and you know, nobody will be more mad than rich. Rich will be furious if you do that because he's like, you missed the point of the workout. You were supposed to hold a pace and you weren't supposed to just go off and sprint towards the end sandbag for the last couple of rounds. So you can sprint the last one. So yeah, no, that will eat. He will. I, that's the one thing that he would get the most mad about for sure. I don't know if he would get mad about that, but Graham used to tell me that, um, Holmberg, that basically train is where you're supposed to, if I, if I'm, I, I, I think I remember it correctly. Training is supposed to where you let the wheels fall off the bus in rounds that you would never let it fall off the bus in competition. Yeah, It's oh where yeah. you're to experiment, push as hard as yeah. you can in the first round or wait till the second round, push as hard as you can. But basically by the end, you should have, it's, it's about finding places you fucked up. We're, yeah. we're, yeah, we're yeah. fucking up not to like, just finish with a good time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's the point is it should be, you should be in the early rounds. You should still be pushing yourself to see, okay, we, you know, where, where can I hold and what's, what's too hard. But if you held back the whole entire time and you sprint the last round because you want to try to, you know, win that last round, then you're missing the, you're missing the point. You should have went harder through the whole rounds and not been able to sprint at the end. Like the wheel should be falling off 
that's how we kind of figure how many rounds or how many or how long we're going to go is when everyone's wheels start to kind of fall off, then you're going to start missing the stimulus of the workout. So then you stop it. If, uh, but if you do it the opposite, then it's like, what were you doing the entire time? You were sandbagging to try to beat me at the end. And, 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 and everyone in the gym knows that. Yeah. Yeah. That, and rich will get mad. Rich will get really mad. <laughs> That's the, that is the number one rule is you don't, you don't just get to sprint the lot. You don't get to sandbag. So you can sprint the last round. That's I wish I, I, I would love to witness that. Oh, it's mad. awesome. It's awesome. And then, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of rules. I think there's a video of him yelling at Luke Parker somewhere for there's doing more, that. Yeah. There's more than one video of that I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> the one time lately I can think about that. It probably is on a video was when it was like a pegboard lunge and burpee workout. And then rich had, or Luke had sprinted the last round to try to catch rich. And um, yeah, rich still didn't let him catch him. And he was still, he was just so pissed afterwards. That's a great video. How do people learn that rule? Uh, you do, and you get yelled at. Oh, okay, so you don't, you, you don't know, it. you don't know. So, like, someone like Guy shows up, and then they oh, do Guy that. does it all the time. <laughs> and then Richard goes over and has it like talk with them or yells at him from across the. Gym. Oh yeah, no, it's not, a, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a private conversation. It's in front of everybody. All the, always. <laughs> Uh, uh Guy's done it. He usually does it on the first or second round, which is okay because um that's you know that's the that's the idea. Is he like he goes out, he'll go out super hard on the first round or two just to see what he can do, and then he falls off. That's a little bit different than uh sprinting the last one. And um, but yeah, Guy and Luke are both notorious for going, Hey, how many rounds are we doing? And um it'll be like the you know if he says, Hey, I think we're going to do six to eight, you know, we'll see how, see how we feel. Um, when we get to six, they're notorious for asking, Hey, is this the last round? And he's like, if you're asking if this is the last round so you can sprint, then we're going to do two more. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So he's like, you should be holding the same pace. You should be holding that same hard pace the entire time. Oh yeah. It's awesome. I like um when I, I, I had Guy on the show and I had Haley on the show and I liked that basically they had the same story as I recall. They both, Haley's like, yeah, when Guy showed up, I basically hazed him. She didn't use the oh, word yeah. haze. And then Guy's like, yeah, when I show up, Haley basically hazed me. And it was yeah. basically like just set from the second he shows up, don't let him leave, make him do three, four, five workouts, grind him into the fucking ground, choose every weakness he has and just treat yep. him like that for three days straight. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. Fuck. If Rich leaves town, I know now that if Rich leaves town, I need to go into hunting because Haley's going to try to make you do a thousand workouts every day. But yeah, right. Gee, Gee didn't know that. He was fresh. He was fresh meat for her. And she just buried him for three or four days. And he was dead. I'd have been there. We've all been there. So everyone just has to do that and learn from it. This shirt, you fucking <laughs> I will fucking not tolerate this shit anymore. Right? <laughs> oh, fuck, look at this thing, you guys. This thing is like, I could fucking, I could wrestle cattle in this. This is man shit. <laughs> that looks you like a Yellowstone shirt. You don't recognize, yes, thank you. You don't realize, you don't recognize man shit and, and snaps instead of buttons. You watch Yellowstone? I do. But I, yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I think, I, I, I think I'm getting old or something because I want that last season, that girl, the pretty girl. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm behind. Yes. So I don't, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I won't, I'm way behind. but basically she does something in the last season of the last episode. That's so, um, 
I'm just like I, I I I'm watching Ozarks. Do you watch Ozarks? I didn't. I haven't watched that, but I know that I've heard that's good too. Yeah, it's great. It, and and like part of me wants to stop watching. It causes me stress. Really? Do you know like when you hear your parents say there's too much violence in that show, and you're like a kid, and you're like shut the fuck up. It's not <laughs> even real. I'm getting like that. Like I watch shows, and it's just too much for me. Yeah, uh, we were watching it last night, and um, my girlfriend looks at me. She goes. There's a lot of killing in this. I go, this is <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. She goes, how many guys is he going to kill? How many people is this guy going to kill? <laughs> yeah, it's – um, I really like Game of Thrones, and and I've had people say that. Like, like, like they killed off all the characters in the third season. Like, why would you like it? And I'm like – and like, and like all of a sudden, like in the first episode, there's someone who, who's, who kills the little kid, and by the – fifth season they're a hero like how do you process that in your brain i'm like i don't know but yeah did you watch sons of anarchy no i the guys at work are watching that and they're trying to get me into it but i just i mean i'm in the middle of yellowstone and i like to do one show at a time it's it's yellowstone i think it might even have the same really? creators or some of the oh, writers are the same or one of the guys who is in sons of anarchy wrote yellowstone tyler sheridan but, oh, okay. okay excuse me but it's brutal. And it's basically what Yellowstone <laughs> is. It's just fucking, I mean, when you get to the last, it's just like, people shouldn't treat people like this, no matter what, like, no matter what. Uh, and I just, uh, I, what, what does this mean? Angelo looks different. You mean like that he's on anabolic steroids or you mean that he's not 14 anymore or no like mustache? no mustache. He's had too much pizza. Yeah. What is, I don't know what the, I don't know yes. what they mean. What does that mean? Maybe they'll elaborate. Stashless to chick as a athlete. <laughs> I, um, I love it when people in the comments take the time to write something about me instead of like course correct me. So I was telling, I was explaining to someone uh, on my podcast the other day what critical race theory is. And someone writes, tell me that you don't know what critical race is by telling me you know what critical race theory is. Or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, in that same two sentences, you could have said something. Like, hey, yeah. dude, actually, that's wrong. It's actually this. Yeah, yeah. Instead of wasting. Just or don't even say it's wrong. Make it even yeah. shorter. Be like, actually, critical race theory is this. Like, yeah. and it's just like, like, you just. You're a turd. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. A, you're a tur you add nothing. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, a, it's such a trip. OK, so um, what we've learned is, is that. um you are, you are, you are, the goal is for you to go to the CrossFit Games this year. That's one of your goals. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Whether you will be team or individual is unsure. We know that there will be three or four teams from yeah. CrossFit. We know that there are a lot of rules in the, uh, at the Mayhem Empire, tons of rules. And that um, when you're talked to about them, it's not a private affair. You could be uh, spoken you to. Get, from a, you get scolded in front of everybody. Right, right. Public flogging. It's the only way. It's, like it's like a dog when they take food off the table. It's the only way to teach them in front of everybody. We know that Fikowski is yearning in his loins to spend time with, <laughs> uh, with Rich. Um, we, we aren't going to rule out that Rich could be uh, CEO, uh, but, no. but we don't have a, any, a lot of confirmation on it but it's not something we're like we, we can rule, rule out. out no rule it out. okay okay um uh you do not smoke the jewel uh any no. flavor and um uh rory does feel horrible for not being invited on to but that's that's the one rumor that's 100 percent sure 100 true. True. Um, true you have a girlfriend you didn't meet her on an online uh uh tinder you didn't swipe nope. left or right for her you nope. just just old-fashioned 
Yeah, old fashioned slipped into her DMs like a rap Slips star. Slipped into the DMs. Yep, exactly. Uh, the one wheel, although it says to um, not push through, uh, you're push a, through it. Yeah, you're a little bit of a rebel. Push through it and just see what happens. Um, if you, if you, you, even though the market is hot and you could be making a killing. Oh, here's one question. We'll end with this oh, question. Yeah. Um, if the, even though the market is hot and you could be making a killing with your um, uh, debonair looks and your non-offensive um, <laughs> uh, salesmanship, you are not. Um, you were you were just focused on being a firefighter and um, getting your swole on. Yep. And my final question is, what is it like working out with James Hobart? What um, was Hobart like? Awesome. Is he a good dude? He is a good great dude? dude. Great dude. I think he's great. Dude. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know. There he is. I, I don't know. He's he's stoic. I don't What's know. Your, what are he your wants- reservations about him? He's just, he's, he's just, he's too stoic. You know, I, I, yeah. I used to do a news show with him and I would say the greatest yeah. jokes ever. And he wouldn't laugh. He would just be like, yeah, he's too serious. Uh, or maybe that, I don't know. He's I don't know serious. about, I, he, I like his too- mom. I like his mom. Yeah. Mom's uh, a great woman. No, yeah. I, I miss him. We, we text every now and then very infrequently, but I think the last time I texted him, I said, uh, I like things on the show. Uh, Jay, hey. this is a private conversation. <laughs> He said, uh, "He said, hey, you guys are doing good." He texted me, oh, "We're on a palooza." I go, "Yeah." Um, I said, "How come you aren't competing?" I think is what I said. And he goes, "Man, I'm too old." I go, "Yeah, Rich is too." That was the last time we talked. <laughs> <laughs> he screenshot that and sent that to Rich. Um, let me ask you some questions about James Hobart. Um, does yes. he spit? Does he spit on the floor? I don't think so. I don't think I ever. I don't have any memories of that. No spitting. Okay. I'll maybe sl- maybe maybe slobber, maybe slobber on accident. That's on accident, though, right? Um. The, yes, that is that's okay. That's drooling. Um, uh, did he talk down? Does he talk down to you and try to big big dick you? Uh, yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let's leave it. At that. Let's leave this show on that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But uh, but but maybe. People are. This is the kind of thing where people are um are gonna say. I mean, no matter what I say now, people will be like, "Wow." It really has gotten weird between James and Sevon. No wonder James doesn't do the news show anymore. Sevon's a real asshole talking shit about him. Oh, so so this is like causing controversy. Yeah. Are you talking yeah. about him? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. The, Fik- the Fikowski thing is going to drive people nuts too. There's going to be oh, like, really? oh, dude, there's going to be fucking 20 posts now. Well, I heard on the <laughs> Sevon podcast that Fikowski, oh, you, it's, it's great. <laughs> And now it's going to be all my fault. Hey, well, my, my wife says it to me too. She's like, I can't, I can't, are you being serious? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Should I? Yeah. I don't it's even know not. if I'm being serious. How the fuck yeah. does anyone else supposed to know? <laughs> um, so when we get off the phone, what will you do, Angelo? Um, I've, I'm not sure. I think my girlfriend and I are going to wash her dog. I think that's oh, cool. Plan. Yeah, cute yeah. dog, by the way. Congratulations. You oh, said yeah, her dog. You. It's not your dog. Her dog. No, it's not my dog. My little schnauzer. No. Um, he's at my house. I'm at her house, and she is her. We're gonna wash her lab. Oh, cool. Do your dogs get along? Yeah. My oh, dog's a, my dog's a maniac and he likes to play, and her dog's kind of lazy. So they don't really I mean, they 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 have different personalities, but they get along. They can be in the same room together. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean he, he's just annoying. My dog's really annoying. There she is. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know she had a dog. I saw that. I saw that other dog. Yeah, my dog's. Yeah, my dog's little. We call him uh, Wimpy because he's just he's just got this wimpy little body. He's tiny and he's like he's got a wimpy bark. He's just like just a tiny little guy. Oh, and Caleb, did you did you go to her Instagram to um? Yeah, good that looks job, like a, buddy. That looks like hers. Good job. Nice work. 
<laughs> because a detective. Uh, thank you for being on. Yeah, um, this is awesome. What a pleasure. Um, uh, yeah, thank you. I, that two yeah, hours of you. your time is fantastic. Uh, my kids, like I always tell everyone, you just paid for my kids' jiu-jitsu classes this week. <laughs> I appreciate good. it.